Got some uh, powdered tea drink. Oh, so we're starting tonight, off with tonight. what we're drinking with, right? Okay. Powdered, <laughs> powdered tea. Powdered, powdered tea, tea drink. drink. Yeah. So it's, like, it's not good. <laughs> sounds terrible. <laughs> um, yeah, just the volume here. So are you like, is it you mix it with water? Yeah, it's it's yeah. That's really what it is. It's, it sounds terrible. It's you just pour the pour the pour the powder into the oh. into the the gallon tub. Oh, Ryan, and run Ryan. and run it under the tap. Oh, you know better than that. I know. You know, and my my parents got me this uh, really nice cold brew or not cold brew. Yeah, cold brew tea maker. Yeah, we and you can one. put like mm-hmm. it's, it works fantastic. Yeah, they're and it's, amazing. And it's, and it's great, and I. Used it for a really long time, and I used it inside the apartment that we were in, which had zero counter space. So it was the worst appliance to keep on the keep on the countertop. And then we moved into the house, and I haven't even thought about setting it back up. Like we have more counter space, and we know what to do with. And I'm like, eh. And so I'll drink now, powdered mix, ugh, powdered tea. That just seems like that's right up there with. Uh, and you're just taking another swig of it, <laughs> drinking it out <laughs> of principle. <laughs> It's 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 like refreshing. Right, it's right up there with um, um, instant coffee. You know, like Sanka. Dude, I remember that something. Starbucks thing a few years ago. Are mm-hmm. they still doing the instant coffee oh, thing? Man. Do you know, I you know I don't, dude. I don't know. I don't rarely go into a Starbucks anymore. Listeners of this, you know, I I go to Dunkin' Donuts. <laughs> uh, though I do, dude, that was a really sweet. Uh, I don't think we mentioned that last show. But no, we talked. I shared a it with lot you about a lot of stuff, but we didn't mention that. <laughs> no, but I, I I shared it with you. One of our mm-hmm. listeners, Norm, made us a, a little logo for for Duncan. I thought that was pretty cool. I reposted it, and it was kind of like I wonder. Ho- hopefully, uh, if Duncan sees this, <laughs> hopefully they won't send us a cease and desist. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. But if they did, that would be the best promotion we could get. <laughs> yeah, we wouldn't we wouldn't turn it down to say the least. No, I but I yeah, I remember what you're talking about. It's like you used to go to a Starbucks and they would um you know, you would order a drink and then they're like, Do you want one of these? Is like a sample and you're just like, oh, What yeah. is this? It's like, Oh, you just add water to this and that way it's just like what you order here. So it's like, so then you don't want me coming here? I mean I'm confused. <laughs> drink this when you can't come to Starbucks to remind you that instant coffee is still terrible. Come to Starbucks. That yeah, that must gotta be, be it. I don't know. That's that must so be dumb. It. Well, I'm I'm glad you're enjoying your powdered tea. That sounds sounds yucky. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's not good. <laughs> I I don't doubt it. I mean, but really? I made a I made a gallon of it. So oh, oh man, <laughs> you gotta committed. get I gotta get rid of it. Yeah, you are committed. Oh, <laughs> that's outrageous. Woof. That is outrageous. All right, dude, we got a we got a lot on the plate today, but it really centers around mm-hmm. our favorite mutant of all time. Yeah, man. The most popular mutant, the most mutant that sells the most books, the most merchandise. We're of course talking about Logan, the Wolverine. The Wolverine. The Wolverine. <laughs> Uh, sorry if you guys heard a little bubbling in the background. The website I'm on just decided to start playing a video. So, you know, 
Um, oh, so if you, yeah, so if you heard a little, it was a commercial for some something. So if you heard some bubbling, that's what it was. That's my favorite is when websites just automatically load yeah. videos. Mm-hmm. That's yeah, the best. it's like, oh, you want to watch this, right? <laughs> no, I, I didn't even want to think about it, actually. Yeah, not really. Didn't really want to watch yeah. this. Uh, so before we, uh, because, you know, I've had a few people uh, this week ask me, it's like, John, did you see it? And I'm like, what? Like, well, did you see it? <laughs> And I'm like, oh, La La Land? Yeah, I caught yeah. that this weekend. Uh, no, you won't see me going to a musical. Uh, I was like, yes, I did. And they're like, well, what did you think? I was like, you got to wait for the show. You got to wait for the show. <laughs> I said, if I haven't even told my friend, my business partner, my podcast partner, you think I'm going to tell you? <laughs> we haven't. And, and I think... Uh, Other than just a few little blurbs, just like a little like... Back and forth. I'm, I'm a thinking little. this. I'm thinking this type of thing, but definitely no in-depth yeah. conversation at all. No. We wanted to save that for this, and uh, yeah. So if you have not seen Logan yet, I know we posted a show earlier this week. It is now Wednesday the eighth. Just to kind of give you guys where we're at, Wednesday the eighth, we posted a show earlier this week that had nothing to do with Logan. That way, you had all the way until this week to make sure you catch up, or if you care. To catch up, yeah, you're, with Logan, <laughs> you're probably going to get a twofer this week. So uh, there you go, a little extra. Yeah, man. Excuse me, <clears throat> a little extra uh, reasonable, yeah. but yes, uh, we're we're going to get into a little bit of news bits, and then we'll get into a, a our our personal take on on Logan and the end of an era and all that fun stuff that goes oh, with man. it. Uh, yeah. But, but uh, it is definitely not going to be spoiler free. So if you we're telling you right now, before we get into the little newsy tidbits and then into the uh, New York strip steak of the bulk of the show, which is going to be Logan. <laughs> uh, yeah. if, if you want spoilers, Hey, that's great. I mean, you know, um, you're going to get them. Yeah. Yeah, you are. I mean, you're going to get spoilers. You're going to get the ending. You're going to get everything. So if you don't care, you know, awesome. Awesome. If you do care and you haven't seen Logan yet, uh, hit the pause button. And when you go see Logan and if you're interested in what we have to say and come back. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Ryan, lead us into some newsy, newsy, newsies, some newsy, newsies. Well, at first, I want to thank our listeners, honestly, more than anything right now. Um, the uh, we've we've gone what this is episode 17. Or no, this is episode 18. This is episode um, 18, yes. This is episode 18. Uh, and as of episode 17, I just want to say thank you, thank you, thank you to everyone who has been listening to our previous shows up until now. Uh, but we hit a thousand listens. on. <sighs> at least according to SoundCloud, they said we, we've at least a thousand people or a thousand times someone has clicked play somewhere. <laughs> There's been one person who's listened to us one, one thousand th- times. And I would like to thank, thank you. Thanks, thank you, mom. Person. <laughs> Thanks, mom. <laughs> no, but I thought that yeah, was pretty we're pretty awesome sure it's more than just one person. We're, uh, at least, so. we're pretty, they travel a lot if it's just <laughs> yeah, the one right. person. No, but I, I sincerely, from the bottom of my heart, uh, thank you. I, I don't know if that was a a monumental number at all but it's something oh, when I, I saw that happen i i was like man that is wild i guess i i didn't expect to be there and i in a way i was kind of like we, we do this for fun we do this because we want to do it and if i could make a career out of doing this heck yeah i'd love to do it we wouldn't turn but, our noses up at it that's for sure and would not turn the noses up at it but yeah, man, a thousand listens as of uh, earlier this week. So uh, it, it is definitely. Uh, yes. And I want to, uh, you know, echo those sentiments uh, 100 uh, percent. 
you know, hitting a thousand now that we don't really know, you know, how many people subscribe uh, that falls under confidentiality and privacy. Uh, when you look at the various services that you can get us from, and we're going to mention those all again, SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher, Overcast, the Xbox podcast app, which believe it or not exists on the Xbox one. <laughs> there you go. Uh, so yeah, if you want to listen to us on your Xbox one, feel free. Or you're playing uh, video games. And or you you're playing, yeah, right. You know, you're playing that extra <laughs> round of uh, Halo 5 and you want to listen to us, you know, by all means, go ahead and do so. Uh, so, yeah, it is a huge milestone. Uh, I want to echo what Ryan said. Yes, thank you very much. A thousand listens is, uh, at least from my perspective, that, that is an incredible milestone. I remember yeah. when uh, Saucy Riffs and Tasty Licks reached a thousand. Uh, we were super excited about that. When we hit a thousand, this show was just starting to get off the ground. Yep. And yeah. uh, since then, uh, Saucy Riffs has gone over the 2,100 mark. So, awesome, man. Yeah, it, it's exciting to be a part of. All we simply ask from all of our listeners is this. If you love the show and whatever service you use to get it. Okay. We don't hold one in higher regard than the other. They're all right. fantastic. And they're all an incredible way for you to get fantastic content, not just our show, but just, you know, hopefully maybe some of you never listened to a podcast before, before you listen to us. Uh, there's literally a podcast for everything. It is, it's yeah. a, it's an, <laughs> it's an incredibly, uh, diverse medium and I'm thrilled to be a part of it and to tell people that I am a podcaster. I'm very proud to say that. Uh, all we simply ask is this, whatever service that you use to listen to us, please subscribe, please subscribe. Yeah, for uh, sure. Even though we don't know what those numbers are, uh, it helps as we pursue some future endeavors, uh, that we're not going to get into in this show because that's not what we're about is to kind of talk about the business side of this, but it, it helps us just kind of continue to have a little bit of sway. Uh, and if you love this show and you know, someone who's into comics or is into comic book movies, by all means, please just, you know, pass along a, a, a friendly little, advice and say, Hey, you know, give these guys a listen. Uh, we would be tremendously thankful, uh, for that. Yeah. So, and I tell you, if, if there's one other thing that you're like, you know what, that's great. I've been telling, oops, I'm going to knock my microphone around a little Dude, bit. It's not, it's not a shut up dog show. <laughs> show. Dude, on Sunday, Rex <laughs> straight up got into like a steel cage match with his microphone <laughs> stand. I don't know what he was doing, but Man, I realized I had to instantly like take the reins like <laughs> easy, for, easy. for about a good 15 seconds of that show as he's over there, you know, doing a clothesline on his on his <laughs> microphone stand. I'm sorry, man. Go ahead. What were you saying? No, it's fine. Um, no, but if people are interested in saying, you know, I've I've subscribed, I've told my friends this and I still want to give back. Like, how do I give back to reasonable fanboys? The only other thing that you could do right now is on on uh, iTunes uh, provide ratings. Yeah, and they actually go through, and they can they can um, that that can help us get the show to uh, more visibility to the show. Um, understand some feedback from our listeners as well. Um, and if you love the show, 
you know, get on there and, and rate it and then write a little review and say, these two knuckleheads, I like what they're talking about or whatever you want to say. Um, and if you have some helpful criticism for us, uh, some feedback, uh, email us. We have our email listed everywhere on all of our stuff, reasonablefanboys at gmail.com. Uh, you can tweet at us too, RFPBC. Um, no, RFBPC. Jeez. Uh, and then... We have a Facebook page as well. You, you so. can you can book our faces as well too if you yeah, want. Yeah, man. Yeah. So that's the that those are the ways that uh, we would ask you guys to 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 contact us or if you're looking to give us uh, a few more hits on the on the side of things and if you like what we do, you know that's how you can help. So that's, Absolutely. that's where we're at. You so bet. thanks, thanks, Thank thousand you. listens. Thank you. That's awesome. All right, moving on with actual um, relevant news. <laughs> well, that was <laughs> relevant. Promoting that was relevant. <laughs> I know our listeners should, you know, Hey, they're, they're a part of the family, man. They're a part yeah. of the family. And I guess so. we, we wouldn't be doing this if we didn't have people listening. I mean, it's fun. I, I have a great time. To- I, well, <laughs> I have a great time talking to you, but I also, uh, am very humbled that people want to listen to what we have to say to each yeah, other. Man. So, okay. Yeah. Give us some, give us some okay. comic book newsies. The first thing that, uh, kind of popped up on my feed this week was, um, Something we mentioned a few few shows back, and how Valiant decided to jump right in the uh, the old sack with Sony, and uh, started to work together the Valiant cinematic universe is what I'm going to be calling it for until they give us a name for it. Uh, but Bloodshot is sounds like it's going to be their first film coming out of that, and it has just landed its director. Uh, Dave Wilson is the uh, the name to fame there. He has done a ton of CG work. I think this will be his directorial debut for Bloodshot. Uh, will be Bloodshot, um, but uh, he has been involved in the industry in in terms of uh, CGI. So, which uh, shouldn't surprise anyone at this point because if you've read a Bloodshot comic, um, <laughs> it's going to kind of be like Green Lantern. It's going to be uh, green screened just about everywhere. And if they paint, I don't know what they're going to color the actor with, if it'll just be paint or if it'll be CG paint. I'm not too sure, but I I would think that, uh, paint like, you know, real paint would be in order. Um, yeah, I, you know, that gives me just a little bit of, you know, because, you know, that that was in, uh, you know, we share a feed in terms of news. And so I saw it as well, too. But it that gives me a little bit of uh, concern that, sure. yes, that, again, I mean, not to, you know, <clears throat> rehash something that was, you know, already said before, because we're going to do a lot of that here in a little bit, <laughs> that <laughs> I I don't, I, I don't know if Valiant... <sighs> I'm just very nervous about this property coming to film. Uh, a, a, a individual who is more versed in uh, CGI than mm-hmm. real yeah. people. You know, am I going to be watching? Is, 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 it, it, maybe it's just going to be a CGI movie. I mean, that's entirely possible. Yeah. Uh, you know, I didn't even think about that, but I, I would hope that during this age of, I think Sony is that kind of company that, not to dis- not to talk ill of this company in any way, but it seems like they, since everything's kind of on this trend, it's easy to pick up and go, hey, let's grab another, you know, let's grab another entity, let's grab another property, uh, let's invest in that. They did that with Spider-Man years ago, and they made money. Um, 
whether or not we thought we liked it or not, uh, they they made cash. You know, cash. You know, they, yeah, they made a lot of cash. That, yeah, that that cannot be disputed. That you know, um, so owning owning a property and and making movies off of it is business sense. And yeah. I think uh, they're taking risk with Valiant. And I think. It, I can't imagine there was a long list of directors that was lined up to go, man, I if, as soon as Valiant jumps on this whole, like, you know, live action movie scene, I am ready. I'm um, all over it, man. But, uh, but yeah, I, I, I'm with you, man. I think it's, it's a little nervous, you know, but I don't, I don't know, man. I, I, I don't hold a ton of, uh, I'm not, I'm not. I guess I'm not, the bar is not high on those movies. Uh, my expectations are going to be low for those. So I'm kind of like, as they happen, like I'll be like, Oh cool. And if they surprise me, thank God. But I don't know. Well, along with, you know, Logan and Deadpool, two very successful. I mean, Logan had a great opening weekend. I don't think that's, oh, yeah, I, don't think that's I don't think that surprised anybody yeah. uh, that, you know, you, you've got two, um, yeah. And, Okay, I mean, you could probably throw you know BVS in there as well too. Home release that there is a market for R rated and Bloodshot. Yeah. You know, it's going to be very similar to Logan. I mean, I, I'll go see Bloodshot in the theater when it comes out. Uh, if sure. it, if it's PG thirteen, you've you've already failed. If you if yeah. you've read Bloodshot, it is a violent violent <laughs> comic book, but it, but it, but it's not violent just to be violent. Okay, I mean, it's yeah. like there's there's plenty of comic books out there. Uh, that are just violent for shock value and sure and and that's it and okay uh, bloodshot is not one of them bloodshot is yeah. a violent book with a very interesting character uh at the center of it yeah. so uh yeah i i would say that if you know sony is legitimately going to go through with this then it, it needs to be an r-rated adventure for it at, at least for me as a reader of bloodshot to yeah really be invested properly into it mm -hmm. uh, and not giving me a, you know, sanitized PG 13 sure. uh, version of, of bloodshot. Yeah. Yeah. I, you know, I'm who knows, honestly, like what kind of Sony's Sony, you know, I imagine they're going to make, want to make some money off of this. Um, I can see them putting it as PG 13 for sure because of the name, you know, that not, you know, it's not bloodshot's not a household name when it comes to comics. Oh, he's not. So, <laughs> right. I found out about bloodshot when I started reading Valiant, uh, what, just like six months ago. So, you know, and he's been around for a while, but as well since again, the nineties. Yeah. So, mm -hmm. but still it's, you know, with the, with the household names, we talked about this with Liefeld's, uh, you know, string of characters. We've got to get back to basics on this stuff and get people reading, the comics that are introducing these characters and introduce the lore. And that's how you, that's how Marvel became popular was because of that mm -hmm. stuff too. So that's right. Yeah. Anyway, I'm glad they are. It seems like they're moving forward though. So we'll see kind of what happens after, you know, what happens with the shooting and what happens with the production. We'll keep our eye on it, but no pun yeah. intended when we talk about the shooting with bloodshot. Jeez. Seriously. No kidding. Uh, let's see what else is new this week. Oh, Iron Fist uh, reviews are getting just raked right over yeah. the coals. Not not um, even available to watch yet. So, I mean, the, yeah. you know, these are people who are, you know, sneaky peeks, critics, those yeah. critics. Uh, yeah, man. I mean, it's it's come out of the gate farting. I mean, it's it's it is not being liked. That is for you know, sure. And, 
We talked and we did. And we talk don't a normally respond. Before. Well, and we don't normally respond to critics, you know, on this show. Yeah. Um, you know, other than the unreasonableists. Uh, yeah. But uh, yeah, man, it's uh, needless to say, it's. It, 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 People are not liking this. No, no, that's they're the, saying. Aside from the a lot of the reasons why a lot of people aren't liking it, a, a lot of people are saying that there's racist overtones in it and stuff like that. Aside from if we just kind of aside from that, because um, I'm I haven't seen it, I can't get into. I yeah, can't get into I, that. I feel right? like it, it's but, very difficult to speak intelligently about it because I, right. I haven't literally we I've seen a trailer. These yeah. people have seen the first episode, so we're right. you know, patently at a disadvantage here. <laughs> so I'm not going to go into that. However, they are saying that the fight scenes look clumsy and uh-huh. uh, the fights, yep. they don't look choreographed and they're this and then the other. Yeah, However, what's, what's new? What's new? Yeah. I mean, in Luke the Cage same breath, Jessica Jones, right? <laughs> but it, that's in the same breath, John. They're going and saying that unlike Luke Cage, that was strong and powerful and, and, and hit home runs all season long. Uh, no, he Iron did not Fist. hit home runs. <laughs> But, but the, he barely the, was bunting Ryan sometimes dude, barely a bunt they're just lumping praise on Luke Cage all day but when it comes to Iron Fist they're saying all the same things that we had said about Luke Cage they're saying about Iron Fist and I'm like I can't imagine that fight scenes are worse than Luke Cage I, uh, I uh, yeah that's, I'd love to watch them because it's going to be hilarious but right if, if you got fight scenes that are worse than Luke Cage by all means let me see those things uh yeah <laughs> how do I even echo that sentiment even more? I don't, I don't think I can. Uh, you know, we, we did talk about, you know, like the first half of Jessica Jones, which we both thoroughly enjoyed. Okay. So if you, yeah. if you didn't realize yeah. that and maybe you haven't listened to some older shows, we absolutely loved Jessica Jones. Yeah. Uh, now Kristen Stewart, she's not a, a, a Kristen Stewart. My I, apologies. Kristen, Kristen Ritter, Kristen Ritter, <laughs> not Kristen Stewart. <laughs> brother uh Kristen <laughs> Kristen Ritter uh she's not a brawler uh by no. any sense of the word okay no uh so you could tell in the in the first you know maybe four or five episodes of Jessica Jones she wasn't very comfortable with physicality uh in terms of making it look believable by the time uh, season one ended uh, you could tell that a, a comfortable spot had been found. Uh, Now she maybe did a little extra uh, training. Maybe they found a stunt person who sure. Right. I mean, there could have been a number of things It, it, that all being said, it, the the fighting got much much better. Luke Cage was stinkerific from beginning to end, and uh, you know it it was pushing and shoving and charging, and that was really about it. So yeah, so when you know an early review of Iron Fist uh, is saying, "Oh man, the fight scenes are nowhere near as good as Luke Cage," you and I were joking before we we hit the record button. <laughs> that was like, "Oh, so it's good." You know, <laughs> oh, so it's oh, so, oh, it's better. so Iron Fist oh, is good. good. That's what you're telling me. <laughs> so yeah, uh, you know, next yeah. week, uh, when, when does it debut? Is it is it Tuesday next week? Is that when it's going to be live? You know what? I'm so bad at this. I 
I think I know, so, right? But yeah, the, a comic book podcast not on top of its twos when it comes to the release of a March seventeenth. Okay, so we got a couple weeks yet. We still got a couple weeks, so uh, you're not going to hear much yeah. Iron Fist from us in terms of more. It'll probably be guys will probably be like a, a Luke Cage where you know we'll give you guys all a chance to read and or excuse me read watch and and digest uh like luke cage and daredevil season two ryan i'm gonna savor the flavor i'm I'm not gonna go yeah, yeah i'm not gonna go burning through it uh i will tell you this man that uh you know I, i've said it on this show was never a huge reader of power man and iron fist other than their association with uh the punisher uh, yeah. which I read daredevil, which I read uh, the, their occasional interaction with Avengers, things like that. They were never really uh, a duo that I pursued with any sort of intent. And really the only time I ever bought a power man and iron fist book was when I was forced to based off the conversation that we had on our previous show because of a overarching story. So, yeah. uh, you know, I, I will say that, you know, I am just about as neutral on Iron Fist as you can be. If it yeah. if it is no good. OK, if it's great. Fantastic. Uh, it just I, what I see with Marvel right now, Ryan, is uh, a concern that it, they are starting to get stretched a little thin. There is a lot going on. And you've got the Inhumans uh, who are going to be debuting very soon on television. You still yeah. have Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. that are going, and the Inhumans have been a part of that here and there. Ghost Rider has been a big part of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Yeah. Uh, Agent Carter is gone. Uh, that has been discontinued and canceled right. uh, because, again, I mean, there's just so much you can do. So, you know, are we starting to see maybe the threads coming undone uh, with the more... Uh, street level uh, adult Marvel Cinematic Universe talking the Netflix originals, right? Because, uh, you know, Daredevil, <laughs> you know, would not be on, you know, ABC, <laughs> you know, every every Wednesday <laughs> night. Uh, so I think it's just something to kind of keep an eye on um, is are, are things spreading too thin? Because, I mean, mm. still, still. And I know we got to move on, but we still do not have a Ragnarok trailer. We got some still photos this week of Thor's new look, Grandmaster's look, uh, Hela's look. Uh, You know, that's all really cool. Very colorful, very vibrant. I'm down with that. Uh, But still no trailer. Okay. Uh, We we have virtually nothing on Jessica Jones season two. Uh, Apparently, we're going to go right from Iron Fist to the to defenders. defenders. Yeah. So how is that going to happen? So that tells me that Daredevil has to be in Iron Fist. Jessica Jones has to be in Iron Fist. I mean, you can't just have Iron Fist and then we just bring them all together with the defenders, right? I mean, where where what is what is building to the defenders? And and right now Ryan, you you we have to admit nothing except for maybe, you know, the hand. Yeah. And, and, and Rosario from, Dawson. Well, yeah, she's been, you know, and then we also have the Punisher. That is the only constant through, yeah, the, through we, the whole thing. We yeah, yeah, and, I, and right. I think she's going to be an Iron Fist as well, too, right? She will be. So she will probably be, and you and I have said this before, she'll probably be the Agent Coulson of the Defenders. She's going to bring the one who brings them together. We know that Matt Murdock will probably be in Luke Cage season two uh, because he did finally acquiesce to getting a lawyer, right, at the right. end. So, and, and yeah, and, 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 he'll, and, he'll, he'll, yeah. If, if he's not the lawyer... I don't know. Even she how was to referring to. She keeps talking about she yeah. knows this really great lawyer. Well, she obviously she knows a, this lawyer, but yeah. either it's either it's um, 
uh, oh man, Matt Murdock or uh, you know Foggy, you know Foggy. Yeah, that's right. It, it'll it'll, it'll, it'll be Matt. It's got to be Matt. It's got to be Matt. So you know, and we we still have the Punisher standalone that is you know on the radar but out there. So you know, waiting in the wings. Yeah, you know. So I don't want to sound like negative Nancy here. I mean, that's definitely not my in, intent. It's just, you know, you can only keep spreading the butter on the piece of toast, you know, kind of quote Mr. You know, Bilbo Baggins from Lord of the Rings. I feel like butter being spread <laughs> upon too much toast. Um, I feel thin. Um, are we starting to get a little thin here? And do we, I, I don't know. That It just, again, it goes back to with, with Daredevil, known commodity. People know Daredevil. My wife knew yeah. who Daredevil was. Sure. He's, he's he's not on the same level, you know, as a Cap or Superman or whatnot. No. But there's enough Daredevil stuff out there that people say like, oh, that's Daredevil. Right. I think he's a comic yeah, book. People know. Right? I think yeah, people know. People yeah. know him. Uh, Jessica Jones. No. I mean, the 2004 movie didn't. I mean, it. it oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Like, the there were movies about it. Mm-hmm. And, or, uh, you know, and then the Punisher with Thomas Jane. And, and there's, you know, so dude, there's you been, see Punisher stuff everywhere. Dude, my wallet has the Punisher skull on it. So the yeah. Punisher is very well known. And like you said, you had the Thomas Jane movie. If you even want to stretch into the 80s, you had the Dolph Lundgren movie. Yeah. Um, the Dolph Lundgren movie. Yeah. So uh, Jessica Jones was a big gamble. It paid off. Luke Cage. And in uh, Iron Fist, those are not, you know, we, we talked about Rocket being a big gamble and they took that to the big screen. Yeah. And so they so they've kept, you know, Cage and, and Fist on the small screen. I don't know. I just uh, like I said, man, I, I just I'm, I'm feeling very neutral about it. Obviously, I'm going yeah. to watch it. I'm going to take the sure. time. I want to to soak it yeah. in. I'm not listening to what any of these critics have to say. Uh, because that's what they are. They're, they're critics. They're, they're paid yeah. to criticize. And, yeah. um, but yeah, I think it's just at least worth noting and, you know, reasonableness. That's why all of us, Ryan and I, and you guys, that's why we call ourselves reasonable fanboys. Let's wait and reserve judgment for ourselves. Mm-hmm. That's all. That's all. Fire up your Very Netflix. Easy. <laughs> watch a little show. iron watch some iron fist that you know was my, that was I'm, my slobbering I'm, there iron fist <laughs> I, I hear you dude i hear you on the the thin and you know being stretched too thin i think um it's it's tough it's a uh i think it's a lot of really good ideas um came out all at one time and uh and now we're starting to see like the back end of that. And we're starting to, so it's like all the, if all the loud noises happen at once, then we have nothing to sustain us. You know, when, when those loud noises start to quiet down a little bit, you know, with daredevil, daredevil season one and two and Jessica Jones, I think, man, those were, those were cool shows. And when we finally got Luke cage, it felt like a, it felt, it felt like a while to get Luke cage. And then and we then we found out that everything else was getting put on the back burner until the defenders. And so now we're going extra long from seeing Daredevil. We're going extra long from seeing um, the Punisher. We're going extra long from seeing a lot of these core characters. Jessica Jones, that dude. Tie, I mean, that Jessica Jones, dude. We're going to be us. Yeah, we're going to be almost three years removed from season one but, of Jessica Jones before season two happens. Yeah, and those tie us to these characters. They keep us emotionally invested. So when you completely take them out of the picture for years 
you can't simply replace just because it's something from Marvel doesn't mean that it keeps us going on those characters. It keeps us connected to the characters. Simply you're just connecting, trying to connect a universe at this point, but we have as a viewer, we don't have any interest in the universe. We have interest in characters. And that's why that's why we got interested in the universe is because we loved the characters. That first year of Marvel movies, right? Up until the Avengers, how much did we love each character, each character? And then we finally get that big blowout at the Avengers, and then we see the universe from the Avengers forward. Everything else, we, and we loved going back to those movies and going, okay, this, is, this plays into the universe. But we loved the characters first. You've got to keep us. You've got to keep some characters going, and you got to keep us up with that. And I and I understand the difficulty of that if you're trying to release this Daredevil season three and Iron Fist season one at the same time. I, I understand that, and that's why that's why you're too thin. That's why it's too thin right now. Yeah. So anyway, I, I we've we've gone on about that, but yeah. um, I'm with you, dude. I, it's it's a little worrisome uh, for the future of these shows uh, and projects because I want these to succeed because, uh, well, I love the Marvel universe and I want to see the Marvel universe succeed. Um, so I'll be fighting for it for sure. But Hey, if it's, if it's garbage, it's garbage. So, <laughs> you know, you can, you can polish a turd, but it's still a turd. <laughs> At the end of the day, you still, you still got yourself a turd, son. <laughs> still got a turd. Uh, you mentioned something. Well, let's move on. You mentioned something um, that I thought was pretty cool that launched or that came out today, which was the Ragnarok um, first look. Yeah. Um, just some still shots from uh, Entertainment Weekly uh, magazine. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, like four, I think there's like three or four. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't much, but we got no. a close look at Jeff Goldboom. I guess gold bloom, gold boom, <laughs> Jeff gold boom, gold boom, gold boom, gold blum, who is one yeah. of my favorite actors too, by the way. Yeah, Jeff man. Goldblum. Yep. So get the to blockbusters see him that guy has been in, man, the blockbusters right? he has been in. <laughs> Seriously. He's picked, him, he's picked him well, man. Jurassic <laughs> Park, <laughs> the lost world. Dude, this guy was on like a three fur too i mean he had jurassic park uh and then independence day and then lost world and uh you know resurgence independence day resurgence i you know i liked it i I thought it was fun uh it didn't end up being the big blockbuster i think you know 20th century fox was hoping for but uh he definitely will be in a blockbuster with ragnarok (laughs) you gotta worry about that one but yeah still made some money yeah, I mean, it, yeah. it came short. It came up short, but it made money. Uh, and, it, and from what I understand, Resurgence has done very well on digital sales and debuts on HBO. I think in two weeks, so you know it's going to oh. be in front of a lot more eyes at that point. I'm so. reading the wrong numbers. Never mind. Don't listen to me. Okay. Yep. Uh, <clears throat> yo, I know it did. It did well. It just it didn't. It made its. It definitely made its money. It didn't yeah. make its money domestically. No. It made its money worldwide. Yeah, international yeah. is really where it it, it made a, a ton of its money. But yeah, I mean, we we get a still shot of Jeff Goldblum as the Grandmaster. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Kate Blanchett as uh, Hella, who is the uh, Asgardian god of death. That should be very interesting. Uh, Tessa Thompson as well too, uh, who allegedly is playing Thor's love interest. So by Jane <laughs> and by Siv. Yeah. Right. <laughs> uh, so I don't know. Is Siv in Ragnarok? Is she in it? I, I, you know what? I haven't seen any confirm. I'm talking, I'm talking to the mic anymore. I haven't. Yeah. You were going to want to talk into the mic, Ryan. That usually yeah, helps. That's, that helps. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, I'm over here. I don't know if you guys can still hear me or not. 
<laughs> I haven't seen the IMDb rundown on it, and I guess I could look it up. But, um, but yeah, I don't know if uh, Lady Civ. I don't. I don't expect her to be because I, think I, I don't this either. Is, this is supposed to be like this is Thor, not Thor separated from the Avengers, separated from Asgard. Yeah, yeah, and like, that's why the Planet Hulk thing is going to be yes. kind of intermingling with some of that, um, some of that. So that's uh, yeah, man. Like we've seen prop. We saw props. I don't know a year ago. It feels like we saw props from the movie. For yeah, Thor, dude, for, it feels for like for we've Hulks. been talking about this movie since you know two thousand four is what it feels like. Yeah, it, seriously. And, and again, still no trailer uh, confirmed. You know, Doctor Strange will definitely be in it. Don't know if he will be in the entirety of the movie. More than likely, probably just the New York scenes where him yeah, and, man, and Thor just cameo and tracking and down connection. Loki. And you and I had a had a guess too. Is he the one who sends the Hulk interdimensionally to outer space? You know, we could see a Hulk rampage again yeah. in New York yeah. City, right? And Strange is like, okay, enough of this. Goodbye. Right. If they re- but man, if they replay that whole plot of, of you know plot device uh, of Thor or not sorry Thor, but Hulk being uh, mentally manipulated into rage beasting again. No, I, th- I don't. I think I no, think I'm gonna lose it because no, I don't. I, I don't think manipul- that's gonna be the third time. Yeah, that no, that would I don't happen. think I don't think mentally manipulated. I think he may just like he he just because I mean you know the thing with Banner is he can still snap. I mean it's just like you know the Hulk is not yet. And I'm dude, total theory. We I, I could be sitting on the dark sure. side of the moon with this theory, right? Um, I think it would play into what we saw how Doctor Strange was portrayed in his standalone that he sees himself as almost greater than the Avengers. He sees himself sure. as yeah. the well, sorcerer. He's an egomaniac. Yeah. Well, I mean, but also his <laughs> role is sorcerer Supreme that it yeah. is, it is yeah. his role to oversee earth. Right. Cause I mean yeah. that, that little end credit scene or mid credit scene where, you know, he's talking with Thor basically he's like, okay, once you get your brother, you're leaving. Right. Yeah. Yeah, he's like he's we're not we're not we're not here to really down. Yeah, we're not talking about this. You're leaving, right? You know, it's a rhetorical yeah. question. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. So, you know, Strange may have to learn that, you know, yes, as Sorcerer Supreme, he is in charge of overseeing the multiverse, of uh, and how the Earth plays into that. But it doesn't mean that he tells the Avengers what they can or cannot do. Uh, so, you know, and you and I have talked about how interesting it would see the Tony and and strange, you know, interacting with each <laughs> Face other. Face off, yeah. Yeah, right. <laughs> but, I mean, to get back to Ragnarok, excuse me, I mean, that's just kind of a thought that, you know, if, or or maybe just strange just, you know, takes it upon himself and is like, you know, Banner, you you can't be trusted. You just can't be trusted. So that's I'm going to send you into a multiverse or who knows how they're going to get there. We don't yeah. know because we haven't been given anything to even, yeah. remote, other than to, cornball teaser trailers that we know literally have nothing to do with the movie. If they, but if they, <coughs> pardon me, if they, it's okay. If they do make that decision to allow Bruce Banner to snap, that completely retcons everything that they've been setting up to where he is more, he has been more in control of him. As long as he has not been manipulated by Loki scepter or has been manipulated by Scarlet witch, um, but he, he did have he did have uh you know Black Widow as the calming effect. She was the calming effect. 
true, but it, that's it still his showed. That's his but Prozac. He was, so but that brought him back to Bruce Banner. That didn't calm. That didn't necessarily tame the Hulk. That ooh, just brought him back to Bruce ooh, Banner. I don't know. I don't know. The Hulk was never. He knows. He knows who the bad guys are. Right. He like does. He, he's not. It's not like he's losing his mind. He. The Hulk rage that they've set up in the MCU is what I'm just. That's all I have to go off. I can't yeah, well, try to bring comic book lore into no, it. No, no, right no. I'm, I'm not. I'm not either. I'm not either. Yeah, but the way that I have witnessed, or the way that I have been seeing the Hulk respond to the MCU, is that Bruce Banner, while has you know, it's a, the control is a weird word to say because control implies that he is a hundred percent ready to go, um, but. He is in. He is more in control than not. That's I, how they've set it up. Yeah, I I would agree with that. I, there's there's definitely not a disagreement there. Uh, I I would say that it's more along the lines when he is Hulk, that they point him in the direction in which he's supposed to go, and then he goes. And so there's a couple of things that 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 I think that she has a calming effect mm-hmm. on the Hulk is, uh, you know, when they raid uh, the last stronghold. Well, you think it's the last stronghold of Hydra, but then you find out that it's really yeah, not. Yeah. Uh, but when they were at the start of Ultron, they, they raid the last stronghold of Hydra. Right. Hulk has pretty much cleared out his little area, and he's just kind of wandering. But he's still like, you know, yeah, you know, yeah, he's, still got, he's still got that, that yeah, fury. Yeah, and, and uh, you know, Natalia... Um, sees him and the way that she approaches um, did I say Natalia? I did not mean to say Natalia. Oh yeah. Natasha. Yeah. Natasha Romanov. That's what I meant to say. Thank you. Boy, I'm getting the, I'm getting the ladies names all wrong here tonight. Uh, when Natasha approaches him, she approaches very delicately and she's like, Hey, big guy. Right. And yeah. so he turns around and sees her and there's still almost the first, like, a, like, you know, another bad guy. Uh, but yet he sees that it's her and he sure. still doesn't really want to, uh, like I said, take his Prozac. She is the Hulk's Prozac. Right. Yeah. Right. So all I'm, all I'm thinking is that if he doesn't have that calming influence of Natasha, both as the other guy that he mm-hmm. refers to, yeah. the Hulk, and as Banner, could it be because he sees himself not fitting in anywhere that he just can give into a rage? I don't know. Again, total speculation. Yeah. And, and, I I, think, and I don't want to invalidate anything that you've said no, uh, no. at all because um, it's 100% applicable. There, there's got to be a reason why Hulk is not on Earth. Now, we know the reason why in the comics. It's because Reed Richards and Tony Stark just decided you're not safe here anymore. And they tricked him. They tricked him and sent him off into outer space. Now, that's not how it's going to play out in the movie. The last we saw the Hulk is he flew off by himself as As the Hulk. Hulk. So do we see a Hulk with Banner's mind? Are they going to go in that direction, which would be very, very interesting to see? So I don't know. Um, Which would be Planet Hulk. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. But that that would be the and that was kind of like my second point was that, you know, he did leave calmly. He got into the plane. He set the he set the coordinates and he turned off the communicator. So that tells and me then right just there sat that da- and then just sat down, he sat down yeah. uh-huh. as the Hulk. He didn't change back. He was still the Hulk the entire yeah. time. So yeah. that's where I'm thinking he's they've they've uh, they've set up a area of he has control. 
um, because he wouldn't he wouldn't have done that as the Hulk had he not had control. Yeah, dude, and, and I'm with so. you that if if Banner and Loki were to run into each other again, and you know, well, Loki doesn't have his staff any longer, but if if right. Loki, if Loki were to use some sort of Asgardian trickery, because we know that he is the god of mischief, that um, if he was to use some sort of trickery right. to get Banner to to rage out, I'm a hundred percent with you. I'd be like, uh, you know please we've been okay. there we've been there How, done that right twice we've been <laughs> twice, there done that yeah. twice yeah. <laughs> you know we get that he gets super sad about it too like we, we you know he tore down the you know the 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 shield uh, freight, uh airline uh, air, aircraft carrier oh, yeah. and then he tore apart a city you know yeah. so we get it we're good <laughs> we're all set <laughs> like, we're all set all set anyway there. But I, dude, I liked the, uh, I liked the new costumes. I liked the short hair on the Thor. Haircut, yeah. Um, yeah, I think it's, you know, just like, again, uh, uh, you and I both agree Thor for us is not the strongest film in the series. Um, but it's going to be entertaining. And, and now that it has strange appearances, um, and, uh, as long with Hulk, I'm excited to see Hulk in a, uh, not his own standalone. He may not have his own standalone, but he's at least showing up in a in a second standalone. I think yeah, that's pretty rad. I, I wouldn't, and they've been I wouldn't having a lot of another Hulk movie. I don't think that's going to be, yeah, be tough in the works. But they've been having a lot of fun with the Thor character with those little one shots. Um, and and I think that has something to do with the director of the Thor movie. Um, he the last thing he did was uh, what we do in the shadows, uh, which was that mockumentary yeah, vampires. about vampires, which. Um, if uh, if you see, I I watched it. I I was I thought it was great. I thought it was really funny. Um, he's got a really left field sense of humor about him. So I'm excited. I think they're gonna have. A, I think it, from what I was reading, Chris Helmsworth said that they're having a lot of fun on that set. So that's good to hear. It is. <laughs> All right, man. What else we cool. got? Are we gonna move into Logan here? I think. Uh, let me just. You know, I'm gonna run through one more time. Uh, yeah. So let's start at the top. Then yeah, so we are about to step into Logan. So this is our spoiler moment. <laughs> Here you go. Um, Here we, you, go. you know, Logan you spoilers. have the moment to hit pause. Uh, you know, maybe there'll even be a little interlude here. You've got <laughs> you've got no one to blame you, but yourself at this point. <laughs> give you a spoiler warning. Um, I mean, I think we did Doctor Strange probably on the Sunday night after the premiere. Yeah, so we didn't really, <laughs> we we didn't really give a, whole, friendly, a lot of people go. a whole lot of time on that one. <laughs> so this one you got a little for you got a few more minutes, but okay. Um, let's start with the trailers, uh, because Alien Covenant gave us we oh, got a new Alien man, you're gonna, Covenant. You're really going to make people wait, aren't you? The trailers, oh, okay. dude, but that trailer, the Alien Covenant trailer, looked great. I'm excited. I don't know if you're excited. You're, uh, yeah, okay, we're not yeah, talking dude, about I, yeah. I've already, I've already, uh, I've already seen the original Alien, so I don't know why I'm going to be watching it again. But that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, <laughs> man. I know, dude. And that's not how this is going to go, guys. But I just, I mean, yeah, I will go see it. I'm a fan of the Alien movies. Uh, so Alien 3 sucked. But um, I, I feel like I'm watching Alien again. I, uh, yeah. Ship lands, finds eggs, egg pops out, lands on his Alien. face. <laughs> oh my God, what's this? We quarantine him. Oh, chest burster. Ah! Now we got one running wild on the ship. Oh, no, no. Yeah. Came out in 1976, guys. It's called Alien. I've got a copy on Blu-ray. Um, it's pretty good. Had a sequel called Aliens. <laughs> it is, Aliens yeah. is is even better. Yeah. Well, maybe. Um, but uh, 
Oh, by the way, by the way, before we move forward, we just mentioned aliens. Can we say rest in peace, Bill Paxton? Oh yeah. We need, we need to address that. Um, yeah, yeah, that, that was very sad news. Uh, one of the most <laughs> memorable characters in aliens is corporal Hudson game over, man <laughs> game over. Uh, yeah, you man. and I do a lot of gaming and I do like to throw out the phrase, uh, what are we going to do next? Use harsh language. Um, <laughs> when we, when our ammo starts running low and destiny or whatever it is <laughs> we're playing, um, that is a absolute ripoff from corporal Hudson, Bill Paxton's line and aliens. What are we going to use yeah. next? Harsh language. Uh, it's their ammo is running low. Uh, he will be missed. He is Ryan, the only person to be mm-hmm. killed by a Terminator, an alien, and a predator. So mm-hmm. he holds that distinction. So um, rest in peace, Bill Paxton. The science fiction world will miss you big time. Yeah, he's he has had uh, quite the stretch. Yeah, um, I think my first Bill Paxton Bill Paxton experience was Twister. Yeah, he's, he's, yeah. My, you, you can save yourself from a tornado pack. by just using your your leather belt, man. That's you use you a belt and a pipe. And that's that's right, right, man. That's all you need. Yeah, man. All right, yeah. So not <laughs> yeah, to bring the show to a downer, but rest in peace, Bill Paxton. One of yeah. you and I have talked about this movie uh, a million times. One of my favorite Bill Paxton roles. He's not even the main character in the movie. Yeah, uh, is True Lies when he the, the the fake spy he plays and yeah. when he's talking to Arnold about about Arnold's wife and. We're not going to use the language he uses, but she's got a butt like a 10 year old boy. Make you stand up and beg for buttermilk. (laughs) (laughs) He's great in true lives. Uh, So anyway, rest in peace, Bill Paxton. Yeah. So uh, the trailers, yeah. Alien Covenant. You know, again, I, I may be being a little snarky. Uh, I will see it in the theater. Uh, saw Prometheus in the theater. We'll yeah. see Alien Covenant in the theater. Uh, and I feel like we're watching a remake of Alien. Now, completely possible. The trailer is misdirecting us, and I hope yeah, that it could it be. Is. Yeah, absolutely. Um, rumor is there's going to be several different types of species of xenomorph on this planet. Yeah. So, yeah. So I think we could be seeing uh, maybe like an alien aliens mix up, mash them up uh, yeah. where you're going to get a bunch of aliens on the planet, but they've all burst from different animals. Cause we've seen already in the canon in alien three, the one that burst from the dog uh, has the attributes of a dog, just like the ones that burst from a human have attributes that are kind of humanoid. So yeah. Uh, yeah, man. So yeah, alien covenant, you know, I definitely saw that trailer as well, too. Kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, of course, the Deadpool 2 trailer. Yeah. Um, there was a woman sitting in front of me, dude, who was just bellowing with laughter during this okay. trailer. And I finally, it's, at one point, I said out loud, it's not that funny. It really wasn't. Okay. I mean, she was, Ryan, she was bellowing and doubling over in in the most fake laughter I have ever seen. And I, I legit, she was literally sitting in front of me and I said out loud, it's not that funny. She was embarrassing herself. It, and I, a total Ryan Reynolds fan girl, a Deadpool fan girl. I get it. He's the flavor of the month. It wasn't that funny to where we're have to bellow in the movie theater. Now, I don't know what the scene was like when you saw it. I chuckled. There were a couple of things that were funny, but not like sure. I'm about ready to wet my pants. 
and funny. That ruins it, honestly. And like hearing someone like that, it ruins. It was obnoxious, the, dude. It was obnoxious. Because it takes the funny right out of whatever's going on. Right. And, it, and then it puts a bad taste in your mouth about it. And yeah. I think that's more frustrating than anything else is to hear, um, hear that kind of. And I heard that when I watched. When we went and watched the Deadpool in the theater, my wife and I. The Deadpool. <laughs> we went and watched the, the Deadpool. Deadpool. The Deadpool. And it was it was uh, people letting everyone else know that they understood that reference. Oh, yeah. Yeah, right. And it's, that's all that laugh does is let everybody else know. I understand this we, this this reference so everybody can, you know, know that I get it. Like that's the that's that laugh, and that's yeah. exactly what probably that she was doing because oh, there there dude. is okay the trailer was it was funny you it was cute it, was it had right. it 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 was it was it was funny and cute if you weren't around obnoxious people yeah that were trying to well, make it funnier than what it was yeah and I'd already seen it uh before I before I went you know, before we went and saw oh, okay. it in the theater I'd, yeah I'd already, I had I'd, I'd, I'd already avoided seen it, it. I'd already yeah. seen it online I mean. <laughs> Like I've amended, you know, I honestly, I didn't think Deadpool sucked, but you all know, I think it, it is incredibly overrated. Um, that's how I felt about this trailer. It, it's obviously nothing that's going to be in Deadpool 2. It was yeah. just there to remind you, oh, hey, you know, don't forget about Deadpool. Nobody's forgot about Deadpool. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, dude, this woman just, like I said, but, and dude, and I am not exaggerating, bellowing with laughter and just God, doubling awesome. over. It was embarrassing. It was in absolutely yeah. embarrassing. So but I yeah. saw it at the Alamo draft house. So none of those shenanigans were allowed. Well, man, those shenanigans <laughs> were being allowed at the Harkins Santan village or not Santan village. Harkins <laughs> queen Creek 14, those shenanigans. <laughs> All right. Yeah. But there was some uh, cool moments in there. They had a bunch of Firefly posters in the background. And, yeah. And there was, um, Nathan, you know, Nathan Summers. Uh, yeah. The, uh, Nathan Summers coming soon. Well, well, it said Nathan, Nathan. Some, yeah, it was a Nathan Summers is coming soon, which is yeah. Cable. He's the son of, of uh, Cyclops and Madeline Pryor. Though probably in the movie, it's, it'll probably be Gene Gray. I doubt they're going to introduce Madeline Pryor. Oh, uh, who knows with Deadpool? They'll, he'll probably say something about it, and yeah, we'll they'll just move, you know, on, move on. Right. Uh, <laughs> and he's changing in front of you know a theater that's showing Logan, and the theater's all run down and falling apart. Yeah. Which is a play on how Logan was uh, in the movie, run down and falling apart. So, um, yeah. yeah, you know, it is what it is. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> Dude, they don't even have cable cast for that movie yet. So, uh, yeah. all right. <laughs> Deadpool 2, double over in <laughs> laughter, pee your pants. It was hilarious. That sucks. I'm sorry, man. Because that, that really puts a bad taste in the mouth about what's going on is just giving somebody else's reaction. Yeah. And I hate that you had that experience. Oh, I got lucky enough. I didn't get that experience. I got to just giggle and move on you know i, I will um, just simply say dude that the, the crowd in which i in which i saw logan with just they sucked dude they sucked they just uh, were they were not good um and we'll get more into it when we talk about like you know sure. you know logan going into full berserker mode um and i did appreciate that i was like good. yeah and i said that out yeah. loud a couple of times i even said you know um when he injects himself with the with the medication and um, you know, the kids are running and, and you hear yeah. him just, you know, just, wah, just let out a scream. I said oh, out loud, so good. I said out loud, I said, you're all effed out loud <laughs> and no one reacted to what I was saying, but yet we will pee our pants over the Deadpool trailer because it is so funny. Oh my God. Deadpool's the best. 
porn on the snark. All right, man. You good? Are you going to be okay? Well, yeah, man. Dude, I love Deadpool. <laughs> what are you talking about? It's the best movie ever. <laughs> Still showing on HBO every every 10 minutes on one of the HBO channels. You can find Deadpool over. And Apocalypse and, now. So. And over and over. Yeah, and Apocalypse. <laughs> yeah. Got to get some more views on that movie. Uh, <laughs> all right, man. Uh, let's move into Logan, dude. Dude. Okay. Go so, first. You can go first. Uh, I don't. I hate going first. <laughs> um, first impressions. Honestly, uh, really liked it. Uh, from start to finish, I really enjoyed it. Um, I really enjoyed the pacing. I really enjoyed uh, Xavier dropping f bombs. I really enjoyed a lot of f bombs. <laughs> yeah. Um. I tell you, there was a there was a few moments that hit kind of home uh, with me a little more more emotionally with Professor Xavier than I expected, and uh, the uh, the dementia and Alzheimer's kind of nods that were that kind of happen. Yeah, and well, I, I wasn't it. Uh, I think it was explicitly stated at one point that they'd say that it is dementia, right? They never said that. It no, was the debilitating was. Uh, brain disorder. No, they said they kept it. <laughs> They kept it general. They never said the yeah. word. They always, they just kept it general. But yeah, it was definitely, you know, dementia, you know, kind of that, that whole thing. And, you know, and my grandfather, I took care of him when he was, when he was suffering from, from that and passed and passed away from, yeah. from dementia and Alzheimer's. So my grandma had was, dementia. Yeah. She had it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so when, uh, you know, I, there was a lot of those scenes when, um, you know, I got to think about my dad and how he took care of my grandfather and how I took care of my grandfather in those last moments. And so, I definitely got a lot more emotionally tied in, uh, to hearing, you know, to, to, to seeing that and seeing how Logan, um, as big of a, you know, brawler and, uh, badass as he is, um, still be very tender and sweet with him and, uh, kind of in his way, in his own way, um, picking him up, you know, carrying him to the toilet and picking up, carrying him to the bedroom and, and walking up the stairs, carrying up the stairs, stuff like that. Um, I don't know. It was, it was those moments that, that kind of hit the heartstrings a little bit. And well, it uh, was a, it was a role re- tie in. Well, it was a role yeah. reversal too, because I mean, you know, we had seen, you know, Xavier yeah. being the protector, uh, for Logan. Yeah. yeah. Uh, not that Logan couldn't handle himself physically, uh, but you know, he yeah. was, you know, Logan's protector mentally, a father figure that, uh, Logan didn't have. And mm-hmm. so, yeah, it was, it was, you know, I, I agree. I, I enjoyed that, that part of the storyline, uh, quite a bit. And, you know, certainly, um, you know, like Logan almost willing to take the responsibility for, the X-Men and mutants being gone because, you know, they're, yeah. and they, they did a really good tease because I mean, if you've read old man Logan, uh, which by the way, Logan is not based on, it just takes flavors of. So yeah, super flavors. Yeah. From, so if you yeah. say, well, I've read old man Logan and this isn't anything like it. Well, yeah, you're right. Because 20th century right. Fox doesn't own the rights <laughs> to about 90% of the characters that are in old man Logan. So it's not going to be plays a big part Hulk, in old man Logan. Hawkeye. So. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, they don't, they can't use, though so sorry <laughs> right um yeah uh but it, it takes enough cues and flavors yeah, uh flavor. of it, that uh you know that logan is is willing to let uh well anyway what i was gonna say in the in the book old man logan uh, which has been out for long enough now spoiler alert uh logan is the one who kills 
the X-Men in Old Man Logan because he's tricked by Mysterio. Uh, mm-hmm. Into thinking he's being attacked by multiple attackers, he goes right. on, he goes on a berserker rage and just you know literally cuts the X Men and cuts yeah. them into ribbons. And when he's yeah. done, he sees what he has done, and that's when he you know uh, vows to never use the claws again. He abandons the name Wolverine. Uh, so I like how they teased that you know the X Men are not around, mutants are gone. Uh, yeah. Uh, and that, you know, he Xavier keeps asking Logan, what have you done? Logan, what did you do? What did you do? Yeah. Teasing yeah. that is that what's heavy on Logan's heart? Are they is that what it was? Is that, you know, Logan maybe snapped and tore through the X-Men and killed them yeah. all. Uh, but then, you know, you find out uh, during um, very <clears throat> well paced storyline that yeah. uh, it was Xavier uh, that yeah. ended mutants or at least the x-men and you you know we're not told why or how other than he probably had one of his spells that's referred to as a seizure i'm assuming it was the first one probably in the in the in the mansion yeah and um you know it it killed it it killed the mutants that were in there and and i have a feeling that not only is you know Wolverine Logan suffering from adamantium poisoning that first episode may have really taken a massive toll on his healing factor. Now that's not, that's not stated. That is just sort of an implication from me, right? That that it's a twofold thing His the, the adamantium, the heavy metal is poisoning his system and his, yeah, that's, that's, that's gotta be it. I'm with you on that hundred percent. Well, yeah. And that, that's pretty much stated because he tells X 23, he said the stuff when he shows her his claws, he said, this is what has protected me and it's now killing me. And, um, but I think also that more than likely that first burst where it took out the X-Men, uh, he was able to recover, but it mixed with the heavy metal poisoning gave his, his, uh, healing factor a serious blow. And despite, despite what Nick Mangold says, James, okay. James Mangold, boy, I am screwing up the names, man. It's been a long, long day. I apologize. Despite what James Mangold has said, the Wolverine ties into this movie. And if you have seen the Wolverine, his powers are taken from him uh, by Viper. And so mm-hmm. uh, from poisoning from her. So was there lingering effects of that as well sure. as the yeah. adamantium heavy metal poisoning, as well as Xavier's, uh, you know, uh, mental uh, outbursts that, that couldn't be controlled. Yeah. So, yeah, I, 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 I'm with you, man. I, I really enjoyed that that pacing of the story, the slow reveal that Xavier finally remembers uh, yeah. you know, and it was a very touching moment, very heartbreaking moment. And, um, you know, and what I have liked to have found out more, what was the Westchester incident? Well, uh, yeah, yeah of course it, <laughs> yeah. it, it didn't play into the bigger narrative of the movie and I'm okay yeah. with it being somewhat ambiguous, yeah. Um, so yeah, I agree with you there, man. The, the pacing for that and the, and the, the relationship between Logan and, and Xavier in this one, uh, is, was really good. I, I did like, some, I, I did some, yeah, good, man. Well, I did some reading into that, um, into that thing from James Mangold and he talked a little bit about the incident. Um, 
he didn't give it. He said we wrote it. He goes, we wrote the we wrote the incident. Uh, we wrote the whole thing, and we put it into, uh, we put it as a as an intro sequence. And they uh, actually wrote the whole thing on a script and said, okay, like, and storyboarded the whole thing. And he goes, and after we put it on the storyboard, after we got everything together, the movie became about that. Yeah. It wasn't about be- Logan. Yeah, it becomes an X-Men It became movie. about that. You know, it start, if it starts with that incident, it kind of themes through the movie at that point. Um, and so you don't really you don't really tie into Logan's journey. You tie into the the Westminster the Westchester Westchester yeah Westchester incident. Which so is, which is where the mansion is located at is in yeah, which is the mansion. Oh. Uh, so I he did reveal that there was I think six people killed. Um, so not as many as I thought there would be, but there was like six hundred that were deeply injured. Um, which then plays into how the mutants have been slowly not been killed or captured, uh, but they have been cured. Um, so that cure has come back, uh, in terms of, uh, in, in, in how they, how they got rid of, well, mutants, corn syrup. Yeah, exactly. Kind of, they just, they fed it into organic corn syrup or whatever else that they put it in. They put in cereals, they put in whatever, Mm. and they just slowly started to remove the powers of, of the mutants around the world. Genocide. Again, in the sort X-Men of. cinematic universe. <laughs> sort of genocide. Well, yeah. yeah, but without killing people, but genocide nonetheless. Yeah, um, yeah. so, um, yeah, no, I, I agree with you there uh, in terms of the, the relationship be, between the two. Um, I, I really liked. Um, yeah. The, uh, you know, the, the overall look uh, of the movie is really good. Very, you know, had a, you know, very Western feel. Obviously it's tying in with the movie Shane, which they're openly watching uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, in the movie. <laughs> so if you don't know what foreshadowing is, you, that danced right by you. Um, so, you know, it, it, unlike it, it definitely looked different than any other, uh, X-Men, you know, film that has come before it, uh, different yeah. than, you know, how the, the two previous Wolverine movies, uh, looked, uh, as well oh, too. Yeah. So, you know, no, no big surprises there. I think, you know, <clears throat> the, the, you know, the big R rating definitely helped, uh, tell this story and in, in the way that it needed to be told, you know, we did yeah. finally get to see a full on, uh, berserker, uh, Wolverine. arms and legs go flying, yeah, arms and, and legs and claws through faces. <laughs> and, and, you know, and what I got a little concerned about <clears throat> is, you know, the, uh, trim, I mean, we just started out, cursing cursing and cursing now i'm not one that gets offended by cursing sure uh, at all but i was starting to feel about 10 minutes in it's like are we cursing just to curse because i mean like you said there was a lot of f bombs and a lot of yeah. s bombs and so after i was just kind of like okay i mean are we just <laughs> I think this is playing into but it, it, like it, the, it did the kinda, Deadpool. Well, it did. Kinda, well, yeah, and it did kind of peter down a little bit as well yeah. too, uh, yeah. as the as the movie went along. It is just a little like a little nitpicky thing. Again, I'm, it's not John going, "Oh my gosh, there was so much foul language." It just kind of <laughs> not at all. Um, it just kind of felt like, "Oh well, we have an R rating, so let's let's throw in some cursing and some more cursing, yeah. a little bit more cursing." Um, just, my thought just, on that, honestly, is something is, I just kind of noticed, um, but I, I yeah. see where it plays in, though. Yeah, I think it's just I think it was kind of the the Deadpool wink, um, 
you know, you got a lot of apologies in that movie. You got a lot of makeup fours. Um, and how many times has a Wolverine movie come out or anything has come out with Wolverine in it and people are going, well, he's not being, you know, he's not grumpy enough. He's not being angry enough. And so they finally had the excuse to go, okay, well, let's let the first word of the film is the F-bomb. Uh, spoken by early spoken by Logan. The first words of the film are really by the guys outside messing with the tires. But, yeah. but you know, his first dialogue is is the F word. So I think it's honestly just kind of a nod to okay, we've we've got we got here. We're finally able to do it. We'll do it up a little bit just to placate I think fans, and we can move on. I, and it, yeah, I'm with you. There was a lot of that, um, I, and I think it was just because of that. But it. Yeah, it didn't take away much. No, uh, from, no, no, from from, from the movie at all. No. You want me to keep going? Let me hear you. I need to. I need to hear yours take on this, man. Because <laughs> I, I have been no, because I have been talking about this movie for time and time again, and you have been the one to go. I'm not excited. I'm gonna go in there. I'm gonna watch it. So I've been waiting to hear John's thoughts because right. you know my thoughts. Like you know what I've thought R- of Ryan, this movie. Ryan likes everything. <laughs> so. <laughs> That's not okay. true. That's not true. <laughs> Paint me in a corner. That is definitely not true. <laughs> um, okay. Well, I mean, you know, here we go. Uh, you know, the, you know, many of the uh, post Logan comments that I have seen um, from people saying best comic book movie ever. Uh, mm-hmm. The answer is no, it's not. Nor, nor is it even in contention as the best comic book movie ever that securely is held by the dark Knight, And there you just, you mm-hmm. cannot unseat that movie. Yeah. Part of the, re- yeah. Part of the reason why Logan, uh, can well, every movie is the best movie ever when it comes out. So, yeah, right. you know, I know. So. uh, one of the reasons why I think that Logan, uh, it, it's definitely the best of the X-Men movies. I, I would put it, um, better than days of future past. Uh, wow. All right. Uh, by a hair, um, by, by a, by a, a whisker of his beard. <laughs> the reason why it keeps it from being the greatest comic book movie of all time is because it is shackled by the garbage in which it exists in. And that's the X-Men universe. Uh-huh. Try as they might, they could not unshackle what has been shackled. And while Logan definitely is, above and beyond anything that we've ever seen in an X-Men movie. And it's, and it's very interesting because you said, you know, apocalypse uh, literally debuted on HBO the weekend that Logan opened. I'm sure that was no coincidence by the way, on, on 20th century Fox's part. Uh, I watched the last uh, 30 minutes of apocalypse uh, last night. I think it was. And uh, it still was not good. But, you know, watching that last 20 minutes over the fresh memory of Logan, it's like, wow, we, I mean, just a, a complete 180 of direction. Uh, This, this version of, of Logan, not only was it more accurate to the comic book, the, the characters, all of the characters, okay, became instantly more relatable than I think yeah. they ever have been before. Yeah. And that's, that's very good. 
Uh, I have to applaud the makeup effects that were used uh, for Hugh Jackman, uh, literally making that man's face look older than what he really is. His eyes were even yellower. Like, yeah, that man is not that old. I mean, he's he's he's, no, he's not. Uh, Yeah, not at all. uh, The the scars (laughs) on the nose, you can tell the nose has been, you know, uh, busted and broken. Um, The the scars, you know, on his back, things like that. Uh, The. All of that was was great. It it felt the like the shorter claw. I thought that was a cool yeah, touch. Yeah, so something's it's not popping out all the way anymore. Yeah, it's like first claw on his right hand just won't come out all the way. Yeah, and he like, tries to like, you know, pull it out, straighten farther, it out. Straighten it out. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh he's he's literally falling apart. He's 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 broken. Uh the relationship that he has, you know, with X23 um, you know, I mean that, that was completely predictable. You know, he's sure. denied, 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 grouchy, grumpy, grumpy, denied, denied, deny. And then, you know, oh, okay. Yeah. I guess I'll protect you. Uh, yeah, sure. so the, <laughs> the, um, you know, the unwilling mentor role, that's, that's nothing new. Again, that's pure Shane, the movie Shane. That, yeah. That's what that movie is all about. And it's been played over and over and over in a number of different movies. But it, but it's, and that's, and that's Wolverine in every single X-Men movie that he's been right? in. I mean, it was, with, you know, the was unwilling mentor in the, in the first one, right? <laughs> it was, you know, rogue in the first one. It was uh, getting the kids out of the mansion in the second one, like kids out of the know? mansion in the second <laughs> one in, you know, days of future past. He's, he's kind of looking out for Quicksilver a little bit. Um, yeah. you know, so yeah, so that's, that's not out of the scope of care of the character for, sure. for Logan, uh, by any means. Yeah. Uh, I, I felt that at times, um, we just, we dipped back into some comfortable malaise of the X-Men movies. We, okay. we again got to see our magic adamantium bullet, um, which I thought yep. was, was yeah. not, I don't, I don't like it. I, I didn't like it in origins. I didn't like it in Logan. It just the, yeah. the magic adamantium bullet that will end the way it all. out. Now yeah, I understand. I understand yeah. how it could work on Logan. Okay, because of the state that he's in, the metal is degrading in his body. His healing factor right. cannot keep up. Uh, he's been mentally devastated by not only Xavier's uh, seizures but also the loss of X Men. Uh, the fact that he just knows he can't do what he used to, what he used to do. So an adamantium bullet to him, to his head, uh, I could see killing him completely obliterating the skull of his clone. Sorry, not buying it even at close range that would have ricocheted right off. He would have turned around and clawed X 23 right in the throat. Well, if it was the adamantium bullet, I mean yeah, that would have played in. Well, no, that was played inside of, uh, of origins. That was played yeah. inside of origins. So I, mean, I kind of have the I acceptance, went, and it's that adamantium can cut adamantium. Yeah, but when he healed, even the Wolverine plays that out. Yeah, but when he healed, the bullet pushed out of his head when he agreed. when he healed. Okay, so yeah, if anything, yeah. if anything, we know that it wouldn't obliterate the skull of yeah. right. It would either put you down, or you would think that the clone would be better and learning from the mistakes of the yeah. original because <laughs> because yeah. okay yeah here here's where we get into my complaints with the movie. Learning from mistakes is not a strong suit with these movies though no is that try (laughs) as they might okay now you you said that you were able to go into this movie and you can sit down and you can say you know timeline be damned 
I can't do that, Ryan, because it's the 700 pound growling tiger staring at me in the face. I can't ignore it because it's there. Well, but the first words, like the, for one of the first pieces of dialogue you hear from Patrick Stewart, right, is they need you at the Statue of Liberty. Referencing X-Men. X1, X-Men 1. X-Men 1. Uh, the Logan dog tag, which is the exact same dog tag yeah. he wore in Origins. In the, Origins. the katana yeah. on the wall, which is the katana that was given to him in right. the Wolverine. The reference uh, to, uh, you know, Dr. Uh, Rice. Um, that, you know, Logan killed his father, which he killed in X-Men Origins. He was the first person right. that Logan killed when he came out of the, the water. Yeah, right. So uh, my question is, and, and, and I'm not going to spend this whole show talking about it because I know I wear people out. Where does this fit in the timeline? Because it's there. They can tell us that it's yeah. not, okay? You can pee on my shoe, Ryan, and tell me that it's rain, but that's that's urine, okay? <laughs> All right? I've got urine. some ideas. Yeah. I have some ideas okay. that, I, that I decided so, to kind of flesh out. So as, as I heard that statement, I was just like, I was, I was in that moment. I told you. I said, I'm going to go in there. I'm going to just kind of, I want to watch a Logan story. And it was and a very really well-told to. story. There is no wonderful, question. Wonderful it story. was an amazingly well-told story. And I right. enjoyed it. There you go, yes. guys. I enjoyed Logan. We have it, ladies I, and gentlemen. I can have I enjoyed John it. Lemmings enjoyed Logan. But I cannot <laughs> ignore no. the the again, you you told me it doesn't matter, Mangold, that this isn't an alternate universe, and these weren't <laughs> Easter eggs in your movie. I don't think there was an alternate universe. That's though. what he said. Those were his words. Lisa, I don't I just I just I just read it. It's right here on my on my MacBook Pro screen. Uh those were not Easter eggs. Okay, to remember those those weren't because the dialogue in which you wrote, Mr. Mangold, references two, excuse me, three key points from the X-Men timeline and origins. The first one being the the incident, the Statue of Liberty. The second one being where he openly talks to uh, Laura about the adamantium bullet. There's, he says, uh, I'm paraphrasing, he says, it's been used once before. Yeah. So, boom, referencing origins when Stryker right. shot him in the head twice. Right. Okay. Yep. And then Dr. Rice pointing out that his father was a part of, of Weapon X. Right. And Logan says, yeah, and I killed him, which he did. Right. He was the first person yep. when he came out, he's like, Rah! and he's all Hugh Jackman ripped. Yeah. That he was the first person that the claws went into. So, we're referencing three key points from in a, a original in a timeline that was told that was doesn't exist nilled. so right. i have i have theories here though. here here is my theory this exists in what is referred to by some people as the logan prime timeline or the origins timeline i believe this movie exists in the origins timeline it does not exist in the what we thought was the corrected timeline of days of future mm-hmm. past yeah um now could you, could you make some argument where there is no proof whatsoever that there's been another merging of timelines and maybe we'll see that with cable because we know cable is a time sure. traveler? I don't know. And I don't care. OK, right. Yeah. I don't care. All I all I'm saying is this is as much as I enjoyed Logan, it it it, it was the best of the X movie uh, series. 
Yes, better than Days of Future Past. Better than the Wolverine. You guys know how much I... X2? And, uh, better yes, than X2? better than X2. Uh, you guys know how much I enjoyed the Wolverine. I know, Ryan, you were mad on it. I really like it. I feel up until Logan, that was the best representation of Wolverine that has been on screen up yeah. until Logan, based upon his, the, the Japanese adventures of the original limited series of Wolverine that was right. back in the uh, late 80s. Yeah. So in that regard, Logan hit a home run with all of that. Uh, I especially enjoyed the, you know, the, the final stand where he, you know, takes on the Reavers. Um, I, I will I will tell you, I got chills at watching him and Laura fighting together um, yeah. that you got to give it up for that actress. She Man. was phenomenal. Yes. Her performance was great. Uh, I, I, I didn't that have scream from her. Yep, that was so yep. good. Um, I didn't, I didn't have a problem so much with a clone Wolverine. I just have a problem with the way in which he was taken out. It doesn't make sense. Um, sure. because of an adamantium bullet, um, at close range does that. Why wasn't Logan's head blown off his shoulders in origins? Cause yeah. he was just as close and took two rounds to the head where the right. clone took one and yeah. the adamantium in, in Logan was in origins was like what? 12 minutes old at that point. I mean, <laughs> right. right? Yeah. So, um, I, to me that, that was sloppy storytelling. Again, another adamantium bullet doesn't make sense that it would blow his skull apart. Um, yeah. but you gotta get Especially rid of him. You gotta get rid of him somehow. So then my yeah. question is, well, then why even have him in there? So I'm, I'm not really sure what the clone Wolverine was really X-24. trying to accomplish in there. Yeah. I really don't. Um, I don't, it doesn't ruin anything. The, watching old man Logan and new man Logan fight each other was <laughs> epic because Logan was yeah. getting his tail whooped. Right. Oh yeah. Just uh, all up and down the, the right. Woods. And just, you know, being cut bleeding. Um, I, I, I thought those fight scenes were really great. Uh, I like the reveal of the clone Wolverine, you know, Laura doesn't realize that that's a clone. All she sees is him yeah. kill Xavier. Um, obviously the death of Xavier, very touching, uh, you know, but I will say this, you know, when, when Logan dies at the end, which if you went into this movie and you didn't think Logan was going to die, well, <laughs> I don't, don't know what you were expecting. Uh, I don't. Yeah, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> yeah, I did, right. Uh, you know, I heard. A, I heard a few people. You know, in in the terrible audience in which I was watching this movie with, who didn't react when they were supposed to react, but again, peed their pants over Deadpool trailers. Um, okay. <laughs> like people just like. <laughs> there's like some guy blubbering in back. I mean, I was just kind of like, okay. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not gonna. Hey, you know. Uh, Movies affect people differently. And I'm not going to call sure. someone out, you know, for for shedding a tear, um, you know, at, at, at Logan's death, dude. I got choked up when Han Solo died. So I mean, I'm I'm not going to sit sure. here and go, you know, yeah. you're a you're a wuss. You know, I'm not going to do that. But um, I didn't have those emotions when Logan died. It it was it was yeah. great storytelling, but I wasn't uh, you know like <laughs> no. that just that no. wasn't where I was at. That wasn't where I was yeah. at when Xavier died because probably um for lack of a better way to frame it through the yeah. course of how many movies, they didn't give me a reason to really care that they were dead on screen. Hmm. Han Solo gave me a reason to care. Right. 
for me. Yeah. When he yeah. died, I, they, they didn't give me because they, they, it, from my opinion now, folks, this is my opinion and maybe I'm making you angry. These characters were never handled properly to begin with. And were yeah. were handled so haphazardly and flippantly with storylines and continuity and this and that. Oh, forget this. Now just focus on that. Oh, forget all that. This is what's really, Oh, well, forget all that. That's not right. Right. That, okay. Well, through the course of all these movies, you've told me that you, that you, the studio don't really care about these characters. Right. So I'm not going to shed too many tears when the movie versions of them are dead. It was sad. It was emotional, but th- that that's just where I was at. And, and, and but I that's spent, what's banging around in your head yeah, too. You've and, got both of those emotions fighting against each other. Yeah. And so, and, and I've thought about it and I was like, you know what? I said, I, I, I feel like I'm justified in that. And I'm not, again, I'm not being callous. If you say, Hey man, dude, when Logan died and that moment that he had with Laura, that was touching. That was emotional. Yeah. And you know, she's calling him dad at the yeah. end. Right. That yeah. was great. That was strong. Those were amazing performances. And I'm not going to dismiss that. I just did not have the, oh my gosh, I cannot fight back these tears. That, that just was not sure. where I was at Sure. with that. Don't, don't read into that negatively. Cause it's just like you just overall, they just, the characters haven't been handled in a, in a means that I should really care yeah. so much other than, other than, <clears throat> an emotional performance in days of future past. You know, I've shared it with, you know, young Xavier screams at old Xavier. I don't want your future. The way that that, that line was delivered. You're like, Whoa, a lot of passion there. And we've only seen glimpses of that throughout Mm -hmm. the X-Men cinematic universe. Right. And I, and, and from my perspective, what happened in Logan with the death of Xavier and the death of Logan, again, just glimpses, not overall arching themes. Right. I monologued cool. quite a bit there, dude. I'm sorry, but that, that's where I am with Logan. I mean, like if I were to score it, I don't score movies, but if I were to score it <laughs> out of 10, I give it an eight. Cool. Eight out of 10. Yeah. Don't know if I'm going to buy it. I don't know. I might, but yeah. eight out of eight out of 10 probably won't yeah. go see it again in the theater. Um, but you know, wasn't terrible, but I, I don't believe it deserves the heaping praise in which it's getting. Um, I think maybe over time I could maybe adopt, you know, that perspective, but I also see the other side that over time we may see this movie wasn't as spectacular as we all thought it was when it first came out. Maybe, but you know, it wouldn't be the first time I'm wrong, but yeah, I mean, I liked it. It was, it was good. It was good. I, I, I definitely, you know, a hell of a lot better than apocalypse. Well, a, a whole lot better than origins. Right. Think about what, it was well, better let's th- think about what can be better in the, yeah, movies, it, so. it was better than the Wolverine. It was better than days of future past. And again, if I were to score the Wolverine and days of future past, those don't score nines and tens folks. Those score like eights and seven. So, and in, in my yeah. world, a seven out of 10 for an X-Men movie is probably pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man, that, that's enough on, 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 on me with it. But I would, I, I mean, I'm, yeah. I'm assuming you you enjoyed most of it, all of it, every second of it. <laughs> no, I'm not trying to be. I'm not. I'm not trying to be a smart. I'm, I'm not trying to be a smart aleck or anything. No, seriously, I'm not. <laughs> just just walked in there with a grin on my face and just stuffed my happy I'm face Ryan with popcorn. All Every, movie. <laughs> everything's everything's positive. <laughs> Thank you.
I think with yeah, so stuff in my happy face with popcorn, uh, you know that when I. Oh, by the way, there was hair in my popcorn too. By the way, that's that, disgusting. It was disgusting. I can't even handle that, dude. Yeah, I can't no even handle that. Grabbed a I, handful of popcorn, so gotta, popped it in my mouth, and I'm chewing hair. And you know it's not <laughs> yours. <laughs> that's the fun thing about that's the fun thing about when you uh, when you shave your head like we do because we don't have any hair. Um, yeah, <laughs> you know, you know when you find hair in food, you know it's not yours immediately. Oh yeah, you know There's when no someone's doubt. like, "Are you sure that's not yours? Are you kidding? Pretty me? sure. I'm, I'm bald. pretty pretty sure. I'm bald because I'm." Cause I don't have any, um, I think it's kind of, anyway, so my kind of take on Logan on this one, uh, I think about a few things. One that Logan is 192 years old when we see him debut in this movie, uh, physical years. He's physically 192. He is emotionally 252 years old. Um, <laughs> Probably older than that, man. Well, no, I mean, that's that's just taking back with the uh, timeline jumps and the and going back in time. Oh, I thought you just meant in, in what he has seen and experienced. Well, it, it is that what he has seen oh, okay. and experienced okay. is 252 okay. years worth of experience, um, okay. because he's had because he's gone back in the past and had to live through a once you know like one more go around, uh, you know from the 70s to 20. 20 you know 2020 whenever whenever um 2029 uh, is when the movie takes when place. this movie starts Logan. but it's a little before that when um uh days of future past starts so that to that moment yeah i don't was it was a year well are we talking about the future of days of future past or the sentinels are pretty much killing everything in yeah sight? so whenever he gets sent back in time he gets to, he has to go back to the seventies and lives all the way two, through that yeah. moment again. That's when he wakes 2024, up. Two thousand twenty four, right? I think was Days of Future Past was what that something set yeah. in. Yeah. Uh, so he lives all the way through that again, and I think and there's a few things on the my theory about the the New York comment and uh, with what the the adamantium comment is that that's part of Logan's history, no matter what. Like Logan remembers X1, X2, X3, you know, just as well, even though we went back in time and eradicated that timeline, he will always remember killing Jean Grey. He will always remember um, going through the, the, the Statue of Liberty. That's part of his timeline, Logan's timeline. So I was thinking when, um, because of the, you know, disease that Xavier has, when Xavier talked about the, talked about the Statue of Liberty, it was because he's been hanging out with Logan for so long, his memories are starting to get lost with Logan's. And so when he's talking about needing, you know, they need help at the Statue of Liberty, it's because he's been around Logan and seeing those memories from Logan's perspective. Yeah, but even in the in the new merged timeline of Future Past, the events of the Statue of Liberty still exist. Everything from Last Stand... Last Stand does not exist. So X1 and X2 exist in the merge timeline. Oh. Yes. I was under the impression that those were not in no. continuity. No, they exist. Okay. Yeah, Sounds or, good. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> I mean, well, I mean, it, it, it's, it's the... It's the seven hundred pound tiger. It's the eight hundred pound gorilla. Yeah. It's the it's the it's the two ton elephant in the room. Well, I mean, it's so I it's you, the like, timeline. The timeline is just always in your face, yeah. slapping you. As soon as you think you got it figured out, it slaps you and says, "Nope, you got that wrong." I mean, it's just it's unavoidable. It's yeah. At, well, at, that, least, anyway, for, so at least for me, it's just tough to set it aside because 
Anyway, I'm sorry, man. I'm cu- I'm cutting into what you were saying. I apologize. No, it's it's okay. That's but it's that's where that's where I started to make sense of it. I again, I guess I didn't have a great grasp of that timeline, but with that made that like you know that's what I said when I walked in the movie. I was just like, man, I can't wait to see this Logan story. I know I'm going to see Professor Xavier. I know there's going to be references to other X Men, um, and I was fine with that. I knew it was in continuity somewhere. I didn't really, I just tried not to care until that's like one of the first words out of Xavier's mouth. And I'm like, dude, like I tried. All right. Yeah. Like I walked in here <laughs> with a happy face on and I got my tea and I got my popcorn and I'm super excited to watch this movie and Lauren's with me and we're both going to, and boom, immediately I get hit with timeline. Mm-hmm. And it's just you. How many things you could leave out that 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 could have been left on the cutting room floor that would have avoided conversation about the the adamantium bullet? I could brush past. Don't really care. The but the but the New York comment like immediately brought me back to okay. Like I've got to fit now. I was in instead of going in there and not fighting the, you know, not fighting the good fight of timeline fight. I was like, man, I'm just going to watch this movie. It's going to be great. And it's just immediately hit. It's right there. And now you're thinking about it. You're like, and now I'm thinking about the whole thing. And I'm just like, and that's exactly where I didn't want to be. Um, especially that early in the movie. If I, if it hit me like midway in or third act, okay, like let's, you can deal with it then because I've seen most of the storyline at that point, but man, like, ugh. Anyway, you know, that was, well, they, that was they, bothersome. That, and that's well, the way I kind of, it. that's the way I justified it was that maybe the, maybe the, the, the we don't know how brain, we don't know how Professor Xavier's brain's going to work when he's, you know, has Alzheimer's or, or dementia. Like that to me was valid enough to go, maybe he's pulling memories um, off of other people. He's so jumbled up that he's starting to think that that's his memory. But. Yeah, I mean, it, it's a good theory. I mean, it, it would have made more sense if rather than referencing, you know, the Statue of Liberty, he could have said, well, remember the events of the White House, which would reference back Dude, to future so past, many, right? So which which, which would, would, which would squared into what we assumed, right, right. was was the corrected timeline, which was yeah. undone with Apocalypse. But uh, yeah, so I, I, I'm with you, dude. And this is where I felt very bad for you because the first thought that came into my head when I heard that line was my thought was like, well, sorry, Ryan, (laughs) sorry. I mean, you know, I'm not saying I told you so, but you were going to, you were going to take one to the chops because there was going to be a reference at some point, some way where you're like, what? And now you're thinking timeline. And, And this is the, again, man, talk about just a skipping record and a busted CD, whatever from, from me, the, the timeline, you can't get out of the way of the timeline. And, and this is where the MCU completely dominates the X-Men universe when it comes to timeline. Sure. As thin as it sometimes feels, it is consistent. With yeah. a few snags here or there, it is consistent. Yeah. We're, not, we're not far into the DCEU continuity, but it is consistent already. We're only three films in, but it's been consistent. Right. Superman's death has a profound effect on how Suicide Squad starts. Right. Everything that happens majorly in the MCU. Right. 
impacts everything in the MCU. Maybe yeah. there's a little bit of retconning, you know, to maybe course correct with some issues of Iron Man three and things like that. But it still makes sense. It doesn't like go make you go what? The only thing that really comes to my mind is the Doctor Strange comments from you know Winter Soldier, which I don't think have been completely mm-hmm. fully explained, but it doesn't ruin the overall continuity of what we see. And that's the problem with the X-Men cinematic universe, because Ryan, there are more movies coming. There's Deadpool two, there's X-Force, there's new mutants. So do they start brand new timelines over? Where do they fit in all this? Because they have corrected it and then botched it. And then, Oh, well this is an alternate universe but we're referencing things from a timeline that allegedly doesn't exist anymore. Okay. <laughs> that That's just where I struggled with it. Yeah. And, and, we'll, and, be yeah, seeing, and we'll be seeing more X-Men movies without, obviously now without Wolverine in them. Um, not because the timelines, you know, because he's dead in the, in the eighties, cause he's not dead in the eighties, but nope. one, Hugh Jackman's no longer playing him um, at all. And so any new movie that comes out, Will not have Wolverine. Will not have Wolverine in it. Or or recast. Someone will be recast as Wolverine. Or it'll be it? a recast, yeah. Which uh, apparently Hugh Jackman has been nodded to say that he has a say in who is becoming the new Wolverine. Um, Tom which, Cruise. <laughs> I, I mean, I'm on Danny DeVito's side on this one. I think... Uh, <laughs> I think Danny DeVito should show up. He he That's fits a, the si- he fits the the yeah the, he's got the yeah tall, he's got the height down. You know, yeah, how, that, maybe they'll fix that. I don't know. Maybe more they'll correct fix the, on the height. The yeah. Shorter. So yeah, I mean you're totally right, dude. Because I mean, but uh, it hit, yeah, it hit me right in the face right when I walked right when right when yeah. the movie started. Now, of course, yeah, like you know, pity me, right? But no, at the same time, like it hit me, and I'm just kind of like, you know what? All right, like you know, that's okay. That's there. It's out there. Now we got to think it. Now we got to, now we got to figure that out later. But I tell you the pacing of this movie, um, the way it still drew me into X 23 mm-hmm. storyline, the way it yes. still drew me into the relationship between Cal- the complicated relationship from Caliban, um, who Steven merchant did a great, of course he did a great job playing, which Caliban. is a, which is another problem. He was great as Caliban, but the Caliban that we saw in yeah. Logan different, different is guy. not, is not, well, not just a different actor portrayed completely different than how he was in Apocalypse. In Apocalypse, Caliban refers to himself in the third person constantly. This Caliban and Logan did not. Was that a... I don't know, man. Like, I think that's more of an ego move than, than, like, ego versus reality. Maybe. Maybe the reality changed him. I don't know. But I mean, he, he talks, he talks about himself in the third person in the comics as well, too. He refers to himself as Caliban. So, um, yeah, I mean, I, I I just saw that as another, okay, well, not only did we recast this person, but now he's not acting like he did before, but (laughs) yeah. Um, well, surprise (laughs) from the last time we saw him, which was, you know, for for moviegoers a year ago, less less than a year ago, by the way, (laughs) less than a year ago, because apocalypse was a June 2016. So, yeah, but Steven but, Merchant know, is a great. Uh, he he's a good actor. Yeah, he was great. He's, yeah, he was he, great. He was great as Caliban. Mm-hmm. Did a wonderful job at him. Yeah, um, absolutely. Then uh, I tell you the uh, the the farm scene. Um, mm. I loved them meeting that family, and then the of course the trailer line. Someone will come along. Well, someone has come along. Yeah, um, didn't refer reminder. to reminder at all. Yeah, was it? Wasn't, yeah, it was that it was they were still got they were 
it was a reminder back again from how a lucid Charles Xavier from a lucid Charles Xavier reminding Logan again, you know, and, and I, and to be honest with you, that's one of those plot points and can pieces of Canon that, you know, it's not tired to me. No. It's, it's Logan, no matter how old he gets, he's still fighting a lot of the rage. He's still fighting a lot the of lone this. Wolf. The, the lone he, wolf. He's going to he do, do it all so by himself. Yeah. He now has to take care of Charles Xavier, who will continue to mentor him and continue to care about him and say, look, like this is still life lessons. Like you're, you're 192 years old, but you still need a life lesson from me. Like mm-hmm. <laughs> You still need to understand that it's not still just about you. And um, of course that is foreshadowed. Of course that just kind of plays into him taking care of Laura um, throughout the rest of the movie. Um, but I uh, trying to, uh, yeah, the, the, I, I remember looking over at, at Lauren cause I, you know, when, when we saw these, uh, when I saw this movie or we saw this movie come in, like you knew two things were going to happen. You knew, you knew two deaths were coming. Um, oh yeah, like yeah. easy. You know that's so easy to call the uh, the professor Xavier death um, happened, of course, at the worst time. Right when he's talking about Westchester, you know, right when he brings up Westchester, and right when you're hanging on to his words, and that's of course just great screenwriting um, mm-hmm. to just go. I remember what happened, and I th- and then he starts to talk about it, and of course you see that fist, and you're like, that's that's it. Like, yeah. Goodbye. Like goodbye, goodbye professor. Charles. Goodbye, Charles. <laughs> Goodbye, Chuck. Goodbye, Charles. <laughs> Loves that he calls him Chuck. I thought that was pretty great. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, I, I looked over at Lauren and she's got she's pouting a little bit. She's like, I didn't really see that. I didn't really expect that coming. I said, Well, you know, for for a casual X Men moviegoer, right? Like, she's of course that's going to be a little bit more surprising to watch some of these characters die in the way that they do, maybe. Um, but uh, because they're kind of almost immortal on screen, so um being able to see someone's reaction to that of kind of, that's a little bit more naive to the, th- to the storylines was refreshing, uh, being able to, being able to see that. But, um, the, I think the, you know, what's funny is we both, we, uh, of course the gal, I can't remember her name and I feel bad because I should have looked it up. Um, uh, but when she's d- jumping off the back of Logan and her screaming and, and, and punching X 24 in the chest, just raking him. Uh, I thought that was fantastic. The way that they yeah. did the fight scenes were top notch all the way through. Um, every single fight scene was choreographed wonderfully. Uh, every, every single one of them. Uh, the, the problem I had at the end was not the fact that the dude got his head blown off by the adamantine bullet, but by the fact that he got run through by a wooden stake. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. I had a problem with that too. <laughs> well, like, yeah. And I'm sure you did, but yeah. I was just like, mm-hmm. oh yeah, like, that was, he that happened, and I'm like, wait a second. <laughs> no, I did. Like, you and I, you, you and I are on the same page. Yeah. When when he when he impaled <laughs> when he impaled Logan on on wood. the tree trunk. <laughs> I'm going. Yeah. yeah. Well, well, I mean, there's that first reaction, you know, when it happens, you're like, oh, and I did that. Right. I was like, oh, yeah. and I'm like, wait, wait a minute. But wait, that's um, got to go through bone, which is covered in adamantium. Now, um, it could spread I, them. It could bend maybe. No, no but even no, still, adamantium like, I'm, does I'm not trying bend. to give it, but I yeah. can't give it any reason. No, to, adamantium does not. Well, I mean, if, if the adamantium in the movie universe follows the, the laws of physics and the comic, adamantium does not bend. 
Um, just like vibranium does not bend unless right. it's unless it's heated, right? Because uh, the two strongest metals in the Marvel universe are adamantium number one, vibranium number two. Sure. Uh, so yeah, that that was my thought too. And I'm looking at him like, well, I mean, you're trying to give okay. it a, you're trying to give it, you know, you're trying to give it the reason to work. Yeah, and, and it's it again, it's an, it's a well, because Ryan, it's an X Men movie, so it's. Ugh. Yeah, and, and this is what, Ryan, this is what plagues yeah. every one of these movies. And that's why I ask everybody who listens to this show, be reasonable. Don't just love this movie because yeah. it's fashionable to love it. And don't hate a movie because it's fashionable to hate it. Right. Okay? These type of incidents... And I, again, we're talking about fictional characters. The course of our lives does not change depending on how <laughs> Logan dies on screen. Okay, we have the most first world podcast you could have. Right. So I think I think we're good. There. That being said, <laughs> this is what plagues these movies, Ryan. Yeah. And these are issues that don't plague the MCU. And currently, we're keeping our fingers and toes crossed. Right. Don't plague the dceu as weakened as superman was bruce was exhausting himself punching him just because he had to move around in that suit number one yeah and but then even tried in, to land a, then land a blow on the right on an even alien in superman's incredibly weakened state was not enough to keep him down sure man for extended periods of time that is in line with who Kal-El is take the the uh, MCU right Steve Rogers very strong super soldier but when he's getting punched by a man wearing state of the of the highest state highest technology level armor and he's blocking Tony's fists with his teeth his lips and (laughs) face are getting busted wide open sure right yeah that's in line. And that's something that the MCU has done almost really, Ryan, perfectly. Rips off Bucky's arm. I mean, right? We've got a lot of you've got a lot of things that are happening inside the MCU that can right? be there can, there's room Cap, for it to be messed up and they still keep yeah, it in line. Cap didn't pick up Iron Man and impale him on a log because right. the log would not pierce that armor. The suit of armor. Right. Okay. Just like as much as Batman was wailing on Superman, it was taking every piece of his human strength to just make a barely noticeable dent. Yeah. Just enough to give Superman a trickle of blood, if that. Right. So when this is what's plagued these X Men movies, is. The adamantium is still there. The adamantium is not weakened. It's right. just poisoning him. It's not falling apart. No, it's just, it's adamantium. Right. Like it's, it, that's adamant. That's metal. It doesn't get, you know, yeah. it's not, it doesn't have it's, feelings. It's not, it's, disin- <laughs> it's not disintegrating in his body. No. It's just, it's, it's just tearing his body apart. It's been right? tearing his body apart since he got it put inside him. Yeah. And which his is healing, canon with, with uh, origins. It, they tell me, they talk about it in origins. Yes. And it's it's canon uh, in in the book, depending on which X-Men universe you're in. Um, So the healing factor can't keep up with the poisoning because the poisoning is happening constantly, constantly, 100% of the time, 24 hours a day. Like that's one thing is healing factor is always done. 
Yeah, is is fighting that. And and also, again, you know, Wolverine is not immortal. He ages and he he, he will die of natural causes. Sure. Eventually, Logan would punch his ticket on natural causes. Yeah, he just, he, it's it going to go it, at some point. It just takes longer. So to see him impaled on wood, that was my first thought, too. I was like, what? And I'm like, well, maybe it went through the ribs. And I'm like, no. I'm making excuses, yeah, making for excuses sloppy, for, it. for sloppy writing, and we've I don't, seen I mean, it. You had we've seen it in every, available to you. You had yeah. adamantium available to you to use to kill Logan, and I, I don't. And I get that you've already stabbed someone in the chest, I guess. Um, but that was my my thought of it of just like stabbing Logan in the heart. With with claws, there's still holes in ribs. We get that. You could yeah, still the claws stab could through. make could make it through the ribs. Yeah, could make it through the ribs. They could, you could. I would. That would be so much more acceptable to me. Um, if I saw him just get you know lit up, like, just like two claws the on each side, and then, and then like pick him up with and the claws, him up yeah, and yeah. threw him down. And I would even take the adamantium bullet at the end. Uh, it would still be, eh, you know, you still dog ear it, but you know, but <laughs> yeah, yeah. Again, the, 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 the magic the whole, bullet. I just, yeah, like that happens for anyway. Um, I could take all that, but that log at the end, that was tough to 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 try to to try to fight yeah. around. And I tell you though, all that being said, all right, I, I take that. It, you it know, doesn't that part. it doesn't ruin the, the movie, but again, it's and, just another example of where this entire franchise just ignores. Everything about the character for a specific purpose, and but then expects d- us to care, right? And I, t- it didn't even ruin the interaction between him and Laura at the end. No, no, it um, didn't. It, no, uh, I, you know, I agree one hundred percent. It did not. Super sweet moments, and um, I even loved, you know, his last line. Right, his last, his last words was, "Oh, this is how this feels," and he, yeah, you see good. relief. Mm-hmm. And honestly, and that's what I thought. That's what connected with me more emotionally than anything else is like throughout the entire X-Men universe, Wolverine is in pain. He feels pain. He is more angry at himself than anything else. Um, he has been waiting for death uh, for, a really, for a really long time. You could almost make the argument that the reason why him and Sabretooth, not only did they seek out conflict because it was a part of their bloodlust, right? But were they were they looking for a way to die? Because Wolverine and Sabretooth's oh, yeah. ability is is also in in some ways very similar to a, a vampire. It it's a curse. Yeah. The sweet release of death. Yeah. Will come, but it's going to be a long, long yeah. time. Right. And, I, and that's. When you know when you hear about when you talk about the guy like blubbering behind you, I, I, it, it wasn't that. I definitely got a little. I think it was a little choked up when he's talking to her. And oh yeah, uh, and I don't want to paint a picture. Yeah, and her. I don't want to paint a picture that I was like steely eyed. You know, like <laughs> you know, nothing like that. It was emotional. It just you know yeah, I wasn't blubbering. <laughs> but yeah. So I, I don't I don't want to impugn the guy that was because it was affecting him in a different way than it was sure. affecting me. Yeah. I mean, I got, you know, that, that when she's, she is calling him dad and that, and that like stuff like that, especially when you know how she looks at him, even though she's been wanting to stay away from the emotional side of the two. Yeah. And I think that's, what's kind of nice for her character moving forward is that she is going to hopefully, right. Be a better version of Logan and be that better version of a, of a person rather than waiting to 
you know, just running around and looking for bloodlust and looking for a way to die. Um, she's able to take that turn as he talked to her throughout the entire movie. Yeah. You yeah. can't get over killing. Even her last speech, right, when they when they bury him, um, was was that line was that speech from Shane. And so I think even when the, in that moment I I I saw uh, Hugh Jackman's been great for his entire run. Um he's always played he's he's done a really great job at at playing this character and th- there at the end the final the final scene for him when he's falling into rest uh I think that's the way I looked at it like he that you saw the relief on Wolverine's face that he's he's done and he's he can finally yeah. be done with the guilt he can finally be done with the rage he can he's done he can finally be done and I and that came across so clear in that last scene and I, I agree. Um, applauded I, agree. I loved it it was mm-hmm. that again like most of this movie is is fantastic it's great great dialogue great sequences great cinematography um it really is a great one um it is and, it but is there's there's those a little moments in them that you know no movie's perfect um no but there there are moments in this one that just kind of give you a kidney shot occasionally and you're going <laughs> Okay. Okay. I have to move past quickly to make sure I'm emotionally ready for the next scene, <laughs> yeah. because I just have to move on because I can't focus on it. Otherwise, I'll lose what what's being said, and that that sucks. But uh, yeah. but overall, well, it's really great. you know, like you said, man, it's the it's the two ton elephant that just it's always there. <laughs> and I'm out. not going to talk in you know reasonableness. I'm done talking timeline. So um, thank you for bearing with me. I'm not going to bring that up uh, uh, again and, until the next X Men movie. <laughs> until we have to until we have to address it one more time. Uh, you know what I do want to say, sort of just in my closing uh, here with with Logan. And I was joking. I am going to buy this when it comes out. I was joking. <laughs> this this will be in the library. Um, but I don't know if I'm going to go see it again in the theater, but um, it, it will definitely uh, be in the library when it when it's available um, is, you know, I just uh, I appreciate uh, the the seriousness in which Hugh Jackman approached, uh, yeah. you know, the Wolverine character, um, you know, when he when he was cast uh, all the way back in 1999 when he was cast for this. Yeah. Um, you know, he wasn't a very well known actor he'd kind of been in a few things here or there he's a little bit more famous in australia than he was here um he had the never, same reception as like bat or as ben affleck doing batman and had the same oh reception yeah as Heath he's Ledger too, doing the joker yeah. he's too tall which yeah you can make an argument for that yeah you got you got a point <laughs> <laughs> hugh jackman is a tall drink of water uh but what i will say is this is he uh researched that character yeah. And he did make Wolverine his own. And yeah. even though he was was we talked about like Hugh Jackman died as well, too, even though Hugh Jackman is taller than Wolverine is portrayed in print, he made sure to embody the pose, the snarl, the stance all of that. Yeah, all those little picture perfect moments where you yes. get to see the two arms out and and hunched mm-hmm. over with the claws. Yep. Great stuff. Yeah, uh the cigars, bub, <laughs> you know, all of the booze. that. <laughs> the booze. It it just uh, you know, I I I want to thank him for it as a comic book fan that yeah. even in the middle of all the X-Men baloney, he was always consistent with portraying Wolverine to the best of what he was given 
to right. work with. Right. Yep. And even though Origins is you watch it and you're like, whoa, he was still great as Wolverine. Yeah. Right. And he was yeah, still great as Wolverine. He was always great as Wolverine. Like no matter and, what, no matter what he was given, he he played Wolverine. And and unlike Michael Keaton, I'm looking at you. Unlike some who have tried to bury and forget their past portraying a superhero. Well, I don't want to be known for that forever. Hugh has repeatedly said, if I could play Wolverine forever, I would, but I can't. And of course he can't. And he just, you know, why does Wolverine look like he's 70? (laughs) Well, Well, because the actor playing him is 70. Hugh Jackman turned 70. (laughs) Yeah. Um, So he understands the limitations and because it comes from a respect for the character where he has said they can only make me look young for so long. And then it's just kind of like you really are suspending your disbelief where you're like, okay, he looks older in this movie when it's supposed to be taking place before this movie. Yeah. Right. So Once we start to step, yeah, because now that we're in the now that we're in the late eighties, early nineties, and the X Men timeline now, uh, yes, it'd be tough to watch. How old is Hugh Jackman? Forty something. Uh, yeah, I want to. Yeah, he's. I think he's getting close to being fifty. Uh huh. Yeah, that'd be a, that'd be a, yeah. mm-hmm. that's gonna be a tough uh, makeup job. Like that's gonna be a really oh, yeah. like and and it'll it'll be very <laughs> obvious. It'll look it'll look goofy, and and Ryan, I think that he really legitimized. Uh, portraying a comic book character yeah. that it's not just like, Oh, you're just settling for a role until you get something better. Yeah. I, I really do. I believe he legitimized it and he loves the Wolverine character. And he has said repeatedly, yeah. this character is amazing. And he's right. Wolverine is an amazingly yeah, complex awesome. character. He, Wolverine is awesome. Will always be awesome. Whether it's Wolverine version Old Man Logan version, X-23 version, doesn't matter. Wolverine, the spirit of Wolverine is very flipping, freaking cool. Yeah. And, uh, I, you know, Hugh, thank you, even though you've been in some X-Men movies where I'm like, yuck, it hasn't been your fault. It hasn't been your fault. No. <laughs> uh, we're we're going to fangirl a little bit. You, you brought an A game when oftentimes you were handed a D-level script. Yeah. But you, you chose to not cash in a bad performance is, is, is subpar as origins is Hugh Jackman is great in that movie. Yeah. He's great. It's just the rest of it is bad news. Right. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, Hugh, thank you. I mean, as a comic book fan, I have always loved watching, watching you portray Wolverine. I I've always been enamored by it. Um, I am jealous of your ripped body. I wish I look like that. Um, that's definitely a dedication to your craft (laughs) to look the way that you do. I'm sure that's not easy. Um, and, and, you know, James Mangold and Hugh Jackman and, and Patrick Stewart and everyone in Logan, thank you for giving us a very good send off with these characters. Yeah. Didn't come without warts. Okay. Sorry. It, you, you got your warts, but it's a very good send off. I don't feel the X-Men film franchise is in a better spot. I don't think it's in a worse spot. I think it's in the same spot it was before Logan came out, <laughs> you know? Well, that's, and that's the nice thing about this is that this movie gets to, even though it doesn't exist outside of this continuity, as far as the X-Men franchise is concerned, we're not even there yet. So like this movie gets to happen and gets to tie knots 
and call it's like gets to call shots for future X-Men movies just yeah. because of where it is right now. It's it's you know what we're going to go ahead and and kill these two characters in this future movie. So you get to catch up to here, but these characters eventually die uh, in, yeah. when we called this yeah. shot. And I think, and they did it right. They got to call both of those shots totally mm-hmm. right. And they did it in a very respectful and uh, I guess respectful is kind of a weird word, but it's the only word I can really kind of come no, up I, with. I, they, no, I they, think, they, I think both deaths were handled very respectfully. They weren't handled flippantly. They weren't handled as right. They weren't handled like fake outs, you know, Walking Dead. I'm looking at you with Glenn. Um, yeah. you know, how they, many times they that happened? Yeah. How many times did Glenn die? <laughs> like, the, the dude had more lives than a cat. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, there, there were there were no fake outs. There were no um, oops, ju- just joking. You know, Xavier's yeah. going to live through this. How many dream sequences you can string together? Yeah. Batman versus Superman. We're looking at you. Uh, so, yeah, it's um, <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, I, th- I think for time's sake, I don't really have much to add i do have some theories on where these kids may end up but we can leave that for the next show um but yeah Yeah. folks that that is our thoughts on logan we both agree great movie yeah lots of fun it is it is not without its problems there they are glaring problems at times uh but it is a perfect send-off to that character uh and two amazing actors who literally embodied both those characters. We talk about, you know, how what Hugh Jackman brought for Wolverine. I couldn't imagine anyone else. I mean, James McAvoy is great. No question. I have loved his performances yeah. as Professor X. As stinky as Apocalypse is, McAvoy is very much like Jackman. He's working the best he can with the, yeah. with, the <laughs> with the stuff he's been given. Okay. With some unspeakable content. <laughs> oh, in some in some dialogue where he's got to be I mean. like, yeah. Yeah, you want me to say this? I gotta say but that. But yet he's right. still you know what out. I will say, dude, I mentioned to you in a text the other night. It is a little emotional at the end of Apocalypse when he gives Moira McTaggart her memories back. Sure, yeah. Th- that's a great scene. That's a yeah. great scene, and I and I appreciate that scene. But yeah, McAvoy has been very great as Xavier, and I hope to see him back as Xavier. I don't know where he stands with his contract, if he wants to. I, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Um, but I, I hope he does. Magneto can go away for a while. Um <laughs> It's like Lex Luthor. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. But uh, it, you know, Patrick Stewart embodied, you know, Professor X. Oh yeah, right from the get go. Oh yeah. And and one thing that came to my mind, Ryan, is you know the 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 ending of these two characters. I I I think back to when Wolverine first met Professor X in the original X Men mm-hmm. movie, and he's and he's finding out everybody's uh, code names, <laughs> and he and he looks at Xavier and he goes, "What do they call you? Wheels? Wheels. <laughs> yeah." And then he just kind of laughs through his nose. It's just a, like a uh, like just laughing at, like he's just, call you like wheels. His, yeah, what do they call you? Wheels. And then he just kind of goes like. <laughs> You know, it's like <laughs> laughing at his own joke. Um, and, and then just, you know, Xavier's response back was just so gracious. Right. He could have, you know, smarted off. Yeah. And then I think then I think of another um, I, th- I want to say it was X-Men three where uh, he tells like Wolverine smarts off to Xavier and Xavier is very serious when he says, you better watch what you say or you wake up tomorrow morning. Um, and someone's cutting your hair like in like you'll think you're a little schoolgirl and someone's cutting your hair or something like that. 
Oh, that's right. That yeah, line? like yeah, because he tell yeah he tells him or to, Gene Gene will be cutting your hair or like because yeah you think you're an eight year old girl or something like that because you think you're yeah. an eight year old girl and like and, and he means it like yeah. watch it no that could happen <laughs> yeah like watch it I could yeah. re- you you think you're having a hard time remembering stuff now wait till I <laughs> wait till this so <laughs> no we can yeah, dude. mess you up um so I I would say you know we we've got you and I I know we both have some theories on where this could go with potential new mutants sure, next yeah, force yeah. we can maybe hit that on on the yeah, next episode yeah. yeah but uh, there you go guys the reasonable say Logan is a must see it is a must see oh yeah um but bring a little sprinkle of salt not just for your hairy popcorn uh but also <laughs> for the uh Again, some of the glaring issues that pop up quickly if you yeah. <laughs> right? brace yourself. Uh, yeah, you know it, it. Again, it's 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 those things that happen, and I don't want to beat the dead horse again, but those things that happen. Go ahead, Ryan. I give it you, another swift kick. <laughs> you can. I tell you, it's if you can allow yourself to uh, to move right along. Um, try not to get wrapped up in the theory and the continuity and all that garbage. Just really go in there, enjoy it. Um, Man, I know, I know. We both did. We both enjoyed yes. the heck out of this movie, and and absolutely, it should be enjoyed. And and it was a like to echo your statement, man. Great send off. Great, uh, great story. I'm looking forward to seeing. Uh, you know, I really, I you know, as I'm scared to say it, but I'm going to say it anyway. I'm looking forward to seeing X23 um, again, and and uh, uh, you know that that young lady just did a fantastic, fantastic yeah, job. Yeah, she was really good. Um, she was very good. doing that. So very good. All right, man. Let's yeah, we've got a lot of stuff to leave for next time. Oof. But yeah, we've got, yeah, right? we, this is two hours in, so. All right, man. Yep. Well, this has been Reasonable Fanboys. My name is Ryan. I am John. Have a great one.